the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. All right, it's a Friday, fun Friday. But before we get going, let me uh, pass on bad news. If you hadn't heard, David Koch died today or yesterday. Uh, had a 12-year battle with uh, prostate cancer and it got the best of him. And uh, he passed away. Koch brothers, of course, Americans for Prosperity. Uh, he was one of the big movers and shakers for that with his his brother. So um, we we've lost what you would call a giant uh, in conservative and libertarian uh, beliefs. Uh, How old was today. he? Uh, boy, I'm thinking he was getting close to 80 years old. 80? Yeah. <clears throat> and then, I met him a couple of times. Oh, gotcha. Real nice guy. Okay. Now, what about, um, you know, you, you were, before we came on, you were talking about our Supreme Court justice. Yeah, Ruth Bader Ginsburg uh, came out today. RBG. She's, she's being uh, treated for cancer once again, to, but this time instead of lung cancer, she has a tumor on her pancreas. So she's undergoing radiation and has been for three weeks. Uh, we will see what that means for the Supreme Court justice. How old is she? She's in her 80s. That's what I thought. She's in maybe 85. I got gotcha. you. Just taking a. Taking again. Let me look. I had but uh, yeah, the Koch brothers. I mean, uh, you know, those guys with all those uh, mineral rights and everything they do with gas and energy, and just you know, such a conglomerate. And yeah, definitely, um, definitely pushing libertarian and conservative political action. Well, you know what? You know, you know what the Cato Institute is, right? Go ahead and elaborate. He Somebody started. Listening it's, it's, a, it's a libertarian think yeah. tank. Yeah. It's like it's the Libertarian Heritage Foundation is go. what it is. And uh, the Koch brothers are the people who put the money up to basically start that. There you go. And I'll tell you what, they've done great things as well. So sorry to hear that he passed. Uh, I can get behind that libertarian. Yeah, I can get behind him too. I'm yep. I'm a small L, okay? Yeah, I'm a okay, small okay. small libertarian. There's some stuff you don't agree with. No, I there's some things in there in there uh uh What do you not agree I, with? That's kind of I find that intriguing. What do you uh, what do you not well, agree with? For the uh, a hard a hard large L libertarian mm-hmm. is not pro-life. Really? No. They're pro-choice. No, I didn't know that. Yes. They're really? pro-choice. I didn't yeah. know that. And I can't accept that. And they're gotcha. and they are pro open borders. And I'm not pro. Are you open kidding? Border. No, I'm not kidding. Wow, those, I didn't know that. Those are two. Those are two big deals for me. You know, right? That that that. Well, those two right there would be deal breakers, man. I mean, yeah, that's I kind mean, of that's crazy. They're big. I, mean, I agree. You know, that's, just, that's why wow. I'm a okay. I'm a small L. I'm a small L in the fact that I believe in free markets. Okay, I mean I'm with you. Laissez-faire okay. is my middle name. Okay, we're not fighting over that. I Go bet ahead. you didn't know that, did you? You didn't know it's Dave Laissez-faire. Let's just get it all elsewhere. out there. I mean, you've been on the air for 50 years, bro. Let's just throw it out there. I mean, it's time people I mean, know I your middle that. name, I am man. pro-life. Okay. I am, uh, okay. That's I be- not a secret. I be- you can't have a country if you don't have borders. 
I'm I'm not a welfare state supporter in anywhere, shape, or form. So uh, those that's kind of me. I'm not mad at you yet. I know you're not. I mean, we're you and I get along. We're good so far. We get along. I got a couple things I want to throw out there to you. Just just throw this bone out there. Go. Okay. Just a question. Bone. Why couldn't we do e-verify? Make everybody do it. I'm all for it. I mean, they're talking about these people crossing the border, and I imagine these people are crossing the border for a job. Mm-hmm. And you go down to Mississippi and you raid these chicken plants and you, you, you round up 300, 400 people, right? Yep. Now, if you had to do E-Verify. It'd be difficult. Well, they couldn't hire them. I well, mean, you they know, could. <laughs> There's enough of them that, that steal Social Security numbers that they could get past it. Okay, some would. Not like it is now. No. Showing up with a sheet of paper. You know, it's got a photocopy of a Social Security card on it. Yeah. If you did e-verify, and then you're going to tell me e-verify is impossible, I don't believe mm-hmm. that when Facebook and Google and Instagram know what's going on. They know my favorite movies, my favorite food. If me and you sit here right now, and we're just going to, I'm going to test it out, and I say, I'm shopping for a black T-shirt. At some point here in a few minutes, I know, a black you're going to get, T-shirt ad is going to show up on my phone. A, yeah, you're going to get a commercial. Yeah, Okay. You're going to get an ad. I'm shopping for a black T-shirt. It's going to pop up on my phone. Yeah. So I know they can track these people with E-Verify. So why can't we do that? I think that would cut down on the demand. And the problem is, hey, man, who's Tyson Foods going to hire the D-Bone chickens? Mm-hmm. Who's going to slaughter these cows? Who's going to be in there gutting pigs if we do E-Verify? Well, very... Just a question. Here, Here's how you do okay. it. Here's how you do it. <clears throat> okay. If you don't work, maybe you shouldn't eat. Here's what I'm... <laughs> I, I, I mean, that's, I that's mean, like the 11th commandment, but what I'm saying there's is... Why, but I'm just, there's people out there think, that can work right now okay. that they would... If you want to get a food stamp, I suggest that you go get yourself a job. Okay. Yeah, I mean, if you're in a wheelchair, you're disabled or whatever, yeah. That's you a different need, story. You need, yeah, you need benefits. You need to get that Social Security benefit. You need to get some aid. You need to get some food stamps. Whatever it is, get by. That's but if right. you're an able-bodied human being, you need to go to work. I agree. But I'm saying if you had E-Verify, they could not hire illegals. Now, you know, illegals could be hired, you know, cash on the table to wash cars or mow yards or whatever, okay? Mm-hmm. But you're not going to be able to employ them by a big Fortune 500 company. That's right. And so, you know, what... How's ConAgra or Tyson Foods or BASF or whoever going to hire three, four hundred illegals at one factory? If you got, if you got to e-verify these people, I agree. Okay, I also believe that if you are hiring illegals, you know you're hiring illegals. <laughs> true you, that. You need to go to jail. True, true, true. Okay, they know. Now I'm not saying you know the guy running the whole thing knows what's going on with those 300 people at that particular spot. But that plant manager does. That manager should that know. That plant and manager. And if he does that, he's looking the other way. That plant manager knows. Come on, man. Yeah. He knows. I'm he just saying. He knows, brother. Should be right? cooling his heels behind bars. So E-Verify, why is that not the law? It should be. Okay. And then what do you think about these background checks on firearms? Bullshit. You think Beep. so? <laughs> you think so? Beep. You think it's BS, really? Do you think the background check thing is BS, really? Yes. You do? And I why? Do. And because why? they don't work. Okay. And they don't work because? Because the system is flawed. Because? What's it What's it going to or not going to catch? It. It's going to catch. All it catches mm-hmm. is somebody who's screwed up. I mean, right? you know, a, a, criminal. Real, a real criminal. A criminal. A real criminal. Is not going to a background he check. Go, he doesn't go to a He's gun not going shop. to a background check. That's right. He He's calling around. the same guy that's supplying his meth and his cocaine to get his firearm. That's right. 
dog. That's exactly right. I know that. I know that. And that's I just why wanted been, to see what you I, said. Yesterday, I had Ed Monk on here from Last Resort. He spent a half hour telling everybody why. Because people who say, they'll say, yeah, I'm a Second Amendment uh, believer. But, right? yeah, we need background checks. Right? No. Right. right? You don't think they work at all? No. Right. Okay. Okay. No. Uh, okay. Uh, the bad guy will always get the gun. I agree. I agree that the bad guy will get the gun. I agree. Yep. I agree. If somebody wants to kill people, they'll figure out how to kill people. I'm just I'm just telling right. you. If they got to get a red pickup truck and drive down the sidewalk, which they've done before. Yes, they have. I agree. Now, okay. right, let me throw one more out there. Okay. <laughs> got you riled this up is... today. <laughs> it's like it's Monday, not Friday. Easy. Go ahead. <laughs> Easy to rile me up sometimes. Go ahead. What's your next question? What if we did a combined bill and we threw a bone to the Republicans and a bone to the Democrats mm-hmm. and we passed universal background checks and universal E-Verify? Would you sign off on nope. it? Nope. <laughs> Will not. Will not. What would we have to pass to get you to sign off on background checks? I'm back. You couldn't pass anything. If we if we if we tied together background checks with a big okay, beautiful border wall. Here, no, no, no. Would here, you sign here, off here. Because I know this would never happen. I'll just put it out okay, there because okay. I know here's Okay. If they'll make abortion illegal. Okay. I'll sign off on background checks. I knew there had to be something, man. I knew there was something out there. So it's got to be bigger than the border wall, and it's got to be bigger than E-Verify. How's that You'd sign on background checks on that. There you go. You know why I say that? Because it's never going to happen. No. I mean, abortion is the Democrats, uh, you know. Oh, man. Religious, you know. Whatever. Oh, for real. Well, no, it's like turn. It's like you know. It's like the funding thing for the Planned Parenthood. No, oh my, yeah. You know, I mean, you're saying that you're a health care provider, but really, that's pretty much all you're providing, mm-hmm. man. I mean, come on. That's exactly. Come right. on. That's <laughs> right. Everybody that's, knows that. That's man. why they're not taking any uh, exactly. federal money. Exactly. Exactly. Because it takes away. Okay, right, let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about movies. Okay, I had to throw that out. There. No, no, that's we good. brought up the Coke Brothers, man. So I mean, yeah. I had to. Well, plus yeah, they're David all Coke, good, good yeah, guy. Yeah, and they're all talking about the E Verify and the background checks right now. I mean, that's big. Other than trying to say recession, 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 oh, which seems to be the new God. thing for two days. It's you been know, longer. It's about two weeks. Two now. weeks now. I mean, the, it's in, all, it, the inverted curve. It's almost like they want people to lose their jobs and struggle. To yeah. try to win an election. It, it, it almost strikes me as being that way. Well, that's what I've, I've said for those folks go. that are sitting out there and listening to the Democrats. There you go. Here's a, this is a, a party that's saying, let's tank the economy and your job so we can be back in power. That's, that's exactly ex- what yes. they're saying. I agree. I agree. That's exactly I see you what got a, a 2020 Vision Trump T-shirt. Isn't that here. cool? I like that. That was brought in. Those like you that. can't get those yet. You can't that's get brand, those. Yet. That's brand new. Okay. Those are coming. Those are okay. coming. If you want to get one, you'll be able to get it pretty soon. Nice. It was brought to me for my 50th anniversary. How cool! I like that. I like the "Here's to 50 Years" banner. Like I that? hope you. I hope you put that on camera at some. Yeah, point. it's that's up there. Cool. You can okay. see it if you if Good. you can look on your Good. phone. You can see. Yeah, okay. When we're live, 50's good. up there. Nice. I like People that. Can see 50 that. over here. That's I got good. this. You know, when I want to be, ah. 
When I want to be Flavor Flay? Yeah. Okay, I get I gotta get a guy. Put this on. Yeah. yeah. But I need to get a clock. Don't yeah, you gotta get that. a clock. And that, that fifty <laughs> needs to be even bigger. Right? <laughs> yeah. You know, that guy's wearing something, you know, that just like break your neck. I don't think he does that anymore, does he? I don't know. I you know, he used to have a like a regular gig out there in Vegas, but I don't think he's doing that anymore. He's I'm not hilarious. sure what he's doing. Oh yes he is. Yes he is. He's just a funny man. He really, yes, really is. Absolutely. He's a funny guy. So did you go see Angel? Well, you said you told me this morning you went and saw I did, Angel but You saw fallen. it last night. Yes, I did. It was a great yeah. movie. I I liked it. I've liked all three in the series. Yeah. I like Morgan Freeman. Uh, I was out. I, I, I was really surprised by Jada Pinkett Smith's role. And she I'm not was gonna, good. And I'm not going to get into the whole shocker on that. I yeah. just want to leave that alone because that's a spoiler. Yeah. But that was a surprise. Yeah. Uh, with her role, I like that. I, I love seeing Nick Nolte in a film. He's 78 years old. He I'm so glad to see him in the film. He steals the movie. Yes. Every scene he's in, he owns it. I'm there gonna, is no I'm doubt. Gonna, I'm going to pee in this pool. I really like <laughs> I mean, I really. I loved him in that movie. I just loved it. I yeah, loved it. I liked it a lot. Um, And, you know, they got the Piper uh, girl back. She's, she's yeah, got a Piper small. Piper Parabu. Yeah, as, as, as Coyote his Coyote Ugly. Yeah, I just, she's anything but ugly. Well, I, she kind of fell off the radar, and you and I kind of touched base on this. Uh, I don't know, a, a few month weeks or two ago. ago. Yeah. yeah, yeah, because she had done so many movies, and it looked like she was going to be a breakout role, and then she's disappeared. And then it was all small bean and, stuff, and, right? And now she's back, you know, playing his wife. But it's going to be a blockbuster. It's going to make money at some point, though. She looked to be a huge star. I don't know what yeah. got her off track. I, I'm, I'm assuming something in her personal life because she just stopped making movies for a while. Yes, sir. Well, right? she was on the USA Network series Covert Affairs. And That's I watched true. That for a while. That's true. Yeah, she was on that. So That's yeah, true. She but, wasn't doing but, movies, I believe. But at the when time. she when she broke out in Coyote Ugly, right. which was her debut basically it was a big mm-hmm. movie for her and that was huge mm-hmm. and it was from what i understood reading the hollywood reporter and mm-hmm. stuff it all went to her head real fast oh maybe that's what it was lots of money thrown at her and that was a low budget film that did well at the box office. yeah mm-hmm. it really yeah. i mean it spawned a but, a bar chain yeah but when somebody does something like that then you expect their career to continue to build yeah it didn't right you know she and, got hard no, to work with no something happened she's there, like yeah. that who who was it hegel is that her name the one that was on uh that hospital drama with mcdreamy and all of that she and we, uh it was a Catherine hegel was that her Catherine name Heigl, yeah yeah oh and then she okay. got she was so hard to work with nobody which, wanted which to work with which tv series was that with the with that doctor yeah what was that uh, that that was the what was, the, R, it was, what was uh, the name of that thing doggone it gray's anatomy gray's anatomy that's, that's the right one. okay i was yeah. trying to get to click through my head because i don't watch broadcast tv but yeah. i remember that yeah, yeah. gray's anatomy yeah. and she just got impossible ah. i understand okay and okay. nobody would touch her anymore well have have you seen fallen angel angel is falling I have oh, not. Great movie. Oh, it's really good. I, I I do recommend that. I I I've already got my favorite quote out of the movie. I, okay. Where Nick Nolte looks at uh uh-huh. at what's his name? Uh, what uh, what's the other guy's name that plays in the movie? Gerard Gerard Butler. Yeah, okay. Looks at him and says, Yeah, you know, you gotta you gotta work out the things in your head and he, he says, You're telling me to work out things <laughs> you're one step away from the Unabomber. <laughs> That's funny. What a great looks, line. But he looks like the Unabomber in that in he that does. beard. Yeah. And he does a great job just playing his dad. Yeah. A great role. Uh I don't know. I, what did you think about? Well, it's my 
beep, mountain. Yeah, that was yeah. Good line I like, too. I I like that. And I thought it was. He did a good job. I thought this one uh-huh. was. See, I thought the second one went over the top. Okay. So you got, you okay. got a little too crazy okay. when they're like running down that one street and there's all those people shooting at them and yeah. everything and, and all of that. But okay. you, you get to the to this one and it's like you get a little little tension. You got the you know Olympus has fallen. You were yeah. really pulling for you know for uh, you know the the Secret Service. Yes. this one you really pull for him again. You do, you do, and I agree. I think it's a good weekend for the movie to be yeah. out. There's really nothing else out there. That's right. This is the movie people are going to go watch. I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was some great entertainment. Buy two um, buckets of popcorn. It was wonderful. It was. I, I, You'll need it. Angels Fallen is wonderful. I loved it, and you know I recently saw Hobbs and Shaw. Is I that got not to see that. an awesome movie? Fantastic. What, what got me? I, I was surprised by a couple of things. There was there was more fighting in it than car action, yes. which kind of surprised me. Uh-huh. I thought there would be more of the car tricks, but the other thing that got me is just how funny it is. Those two guys work together. They well. do real well, but Kevin Hart is oh hilarious. My Lord, he when was Kevin hilarious. Hart pops in there, it's just. Hilarious! I'm and, here. And that's such I'm here a in my. Shocking I'm surprise. here in my office. That's right. But Are you in the bathroom. <laughs> that doesn't make any difference. Let's continue. When he pops into that one scene, though, perceptions don't a, matter. It's yeah. such a surprise. It's so funny. He does so great. It's such a great job. And and, and Ryan then, Reynolds is yes, excellent. That added some comedy in there too. But it's just a whole lot more funny than you think yes. going in. And then. Um, Part, part two is not far away. I, I hope so. And then, and then, once upon a time in Hollywood. So, in the past thirty days, what that's the three movies movie I've seen. Was. I've seen those three movies: Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Hobbs and Shaw. Seen it twice now. And then, um, going to see it a third time. Um, and then, and then, of course, today I saw Angel is Falling. I hope, and I'm, I'm hoping this is the case. Uh, I know that um, there would is a director's cut of. Once upon a time in Hollywood, out there. Have you heard about that? Supposed to have forty-five more minutes. I think I told you about it when we were they're first gonna discussing sh- the film. They're going to show it on Netflix. Okay, good deal. And they're going to make it four hours long. Good deal. That's the missing forty-five minutes. Yeah. Then that's the missing forty-five minutes. That's good. That's real good. I'm glad he's getting that payday. Uh, and and you know he's got his standard deal there. You know the the uh, all rights to his motion pictures revert to him after thirty years really yes so smart man yes so he you know so after you know 30 years into pulp fiction he owns the rights you know so i mean that's the deal he's, well, he's got. close to that on yeah. pulp fiction that's a deal he's got on those films he got the same deal on, on hollywood but hollywood is is working very well for sony so oh, you know, it's, it's a it's great good that they've movie. done that yeah for goodness yeah. sakes you got to go see that movie and good boys good boys surprise number one at the box office uh funny comedy uh, Seth Rogen on board with that, with the executive produ- production of that film. People like it, and I think that really shocked everyone that it came in at number one. And and I'm so glad to see that because I like to see original comedies do some business like that. I got to go see it because it's if it's as good as uh, not Rogen, but uh, who's the, the the fat guy who's slimmed down now that was in Oh uh, Wolf of Wall Street. No, the two. No, yeah, 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 yeah. He was in it. Well, help me out here, Zach. The one about McLovin and all of that. Super bad. Super bad. Super bad. As soon as I saw it, I thought super bad. No, how that kid says super bad. Yeah. That movie's hilarious. But, but Good Boys is funny. That's, That's funny one film. of my all-time funny favorite film. comedies funny in the film. last 20 super years. Bad. Super bad. All right, break, and then we got more coming your way. Don't forget about uh, 
Allstate Insurance, my good friend Dwayne Smith Insurance Agency, they want to show you what they can do for you. You need to go see them. If you, if, look, if you want to save some money, if you want to get better coverage, then you'll go do this. You'll call them at 501-819-0373. That's 501-819-0373. Set up an appointment. Go visit with them at 3920 East Keel Avenue in Sherwood and take along all of your insurance, your home insurance, your car insurance, your life insurance, your motorcycle insurance, all of it, and let them show what they can do for you. That's the Dwayne Smith Insurance Agency. All right, it's for me now to just turn the show over to Matt Smith because he's going to tell you what's playing at the movies at each of the theaters. So listen up. All right, look out now if you're down in south in Hot Springs, Arkansas. You can get us at hotspringsvip.com. That's hotspringsvip.com. So over, over 20 different beers and eight different wines. We've got a full food menu. Anything you might want from cheeseburgers to french fries, onion rings, key lime pie, ice cream, chocolate peanut butter pie, Bavarian pretzels, state fair corn dogs, made order hot fresh pizzas with our new Turbo Chef pizza oven. Toasted raviolis, cheese sticks, White Castle cheeseburger sliders. Yes. All the Arkansas craft beers. You got it right there. Hotspringsvip.com. <clears throat> Brand new parking lot right there at the facility. New auditoriums that feature stadium seating. Every chair in the building is a luxury leather electric recliner with a table and reserved seating. All seats. New Real D 3D. All new screens. All new Dolby. 7.1 surround. Ooh. Hot Springs, VIP.com. Angel has fallen. Ready or not. 47 meters down, uncaged. Good boys. Scary stories to tell in the dark. Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. The Angry Birds movie. Angry Birds 2. That's all playing. And, of course, we're still playing Lion King. HotSpringsVIP.com. The 2020 Theater Group Free Popcorn Bucket is now available. Purchase that bucket, and you can get a refill on that bucket Thursday through Tuesday. Get you an extra large size popcorn for less than the price of a small. And on Wednesday, you bring in the bucket, you buy a movie ticket, and you eat popcorn for free all night long. HotSpringsVIP.com for more information. I sh- bought my bucket last night. You got your 2020 bucket? Yep. That's great. Got it. Be sure to sign up for the rewards program. If you become a member of our rewards program, it's free. You get a point for every dollar you spend on tickets and concessions, and you can redeem those points for free food, free popcorn, free soda, free movie tickets, whatever you want. Details at hotspringsvip.com. Angel has fallen, ready or not, Lion King, 47 meters down uncaged, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, Good Boys, The Angry Birds Movie, that's Angry Birds 2, and Fast and Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw, HotSpringsVIP.com. All new cinema-going experience for you there in Garland County. And Angel Has Fallen is playing on the largest screen in Garland County this weekend. And, of course, we have Angel Has Fallen exclusively at HotSpringsVIP.com. New this week at the Riverdale 10, the Nightingale, exclusively at Riverdale 10 from ISC, IFC Films, brand new today. Also showing at Riverdale 10, ready or not, Angel Has Fallen. Once upon a time in Hollywood, where'd you go, Bernadette? 
Good Boys, Blinded by the Light, Lion King, The Angry Birds Movie 2, The Art of Racing in the Rain, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, Riverdale10.com, over 40 different beers, 8 different wines, a full food menu. The food at all four locations is exactly the same. We also offer the same beverages at all four locations. Because it's fantastic. That's why it's the same at every location. Luxury leather electric recliners with tables and reserve seating. Riverdale10.com. Tickets are already on sale now uh, for Back to School, which is our Dave Ellsworth's classic movie in September with Rodney Dangerfield. I don't get no respect. There you go. Be sure to check that out. It's Tuesday, September the 10th at 7 p.m. And the rest of this year's classic movies are already on sale. We're playing White Christmas in December. Those tickets are on sale. October, though. October. I spit on your grave. There you go. Check it out. (laughs) Riverdale10.com. Click coming soon. The 2020 free popcorn bucket is available. And, of course, we've got gift cards for sale. And you can sign up for the rewards program. Your rewards points count at all four locations. Hot Springs, Little Rock, Cabot, and Searcy. And gift cards can be used at all four locations now if you're in <clears throat> dave's hometown cabot arkansas cabot it's cabot vip cinema.com cabot yes. vip cinema.com angel has fallen new today also new today is overcomer rated pg new faith-based motion picture we're playing in cabot 47 meters down uncaged lion king good boys the angry birds Two movie, scary stories to tell in the dark. Good movie, by the way. Scary stories, good movie. They're going to make a part two of that. The art of racing in the rain, and Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. That's CabotVIPCinema.com. Go to the website, sign up for the email newsletter, download the free Theater Group mobile app for your phone. Be sure to check out that full food menu. Every chair in the building is a luxury leather electric recliner with a table and reserved seating. Get your advance tickets right there at the website. You can buy gift cards from the website. It's all right there. Check out cabotvipcinema.com. Be sure to like and follow our Facebook page. Moving on to the big city of Cersei, CerseiCinema.com. Also become a member of the private club there in Cabot. If I didn't mention that, you can become a private club member for free. Private mm-hmm. club memberships available to everyone for free. Just stop by the concession stand and pick up your free membership. Take good care of you there. Angel Has Fallen. Great movie. 47 Meters Down, Uncaged. Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Fast and Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw. Great movie. Lion King. Good Boys. The Angry Birds Movie 2. The Art of Racing in the Rain. Blinded by the Light. CerseiCinema.com. Now, starting Monday, Cersei will become a sixth screen as we continue our renovation process in Cersei. Right now, four auditoriums in Cersei feature luxury leather, electric recliners with tables and reserved seating. And we're going to go down to a sixth screen uh, from now until October. And by the first Friday in October, every chair in Cersei will be a luxury leather electric recliner with a table and reserved seating. Then we will remodel our restrooms in Cersei. We'll be remodeling the entire facility, all new carpet, drapes, screen masking, screen skirts, all new sound, all new screens. We'll be adding a real D3D uh, system to one of the auditoriums. Uh, we'll be putting in new lights, new signage, new front facades, some LEDs and digital out front. And I guess I mentioned all new restrooms. Mm-hmm. Now, we've already got that full food menu in place right there in Cersei. The same wonderful food we're serving in Cabot, Little Rock and Hot Springs is available at Cersei. Go to CerseiCinema.com and click Menu. 
Of course, the 2020 free popcorn bucket is for sale right now, and that popcorn bucket can be used at all four locations. Ticket kiosks in the lobby of every location. Go to the website, CerseiCinema.com. Like our Facebook page, sign up for the email newsletter. Click rewards to find out what that's all about. You get sign up for the rewards program. It's free. You get a point for every dollar you spend at the cinema, and it can be redeemed for free tickets, free concessions, free food, the whole thing. So the rewards program is right there. Download the free mobile app. Sign up for the email newsletter. Like and follow the Facebook page. All the information is right there at CerseiCinema.com. We have finished our expansion and remodel in Hot Springs, and we are starting that process in Searcy now. Now, you stri- you just striped the parking lot there at Cabot, right? Uh, yes, sir, they did. Do Man, that. I'm yes, loving sir. that. Yes, sir. I'm loving that. Yes, sir. We we have an entirely new parking lot and all new auditoriums and basically a new cinema in Hot Springs now. Hot Springs is, well, Hot Springs is now like Cabot was a year ago. Okay. And uh, we are in the process now of remodeling Cersei, and we should have the vast majority of that uh, wrapped up in time for Frozen 2 and Thanksgiving. And uh, that, uh, hopefully this year, we'll complete our remodels. We're done. We, we finished Cabot last year. Uh, we finished Hot Springs up, you know, now. And uh, we'll get Cersei done by the end of the year. And then we'll see what 2020 may hold. So we'll see. You know. Good stuff. We'll yeah, yeah, I hope so. I, I hope that we get the response, um, you know, in Hot Springs uh, that we got in Little Rock and that we've gotten in Cabot. I uh, hope we get that same response in Hot Springs. And I hope we get that same response in Cersei. You know, and if we do, I that think will, you should be encouraging. I think we'll people see. want we'll to go to a theater that's, you know, upscale, has great seating, and that 7.1 is awesome. Yes, Dolby is the master. There's no doubt about it. There's I was, no doubt I was about sitting it. and watching the movie, uh, getting ready to watch the movie last night, and the, uh, the promos that they did uh, was Joker. October 4th. looks interesting. That looks strong to me. Looks interesting. That looks good. But then they showed for, uh, uh, what was it, uh, the one about the clown. Oh, It 2. It 2. It Chapter 2, yeah. And I'm sitting there watching that. You know, the trailer is the one with the old lady. Mm -hmm. And when she gets naked Mm -hmm. and she runs at at, uh, Chastain. Yes. If you listen to the sound... You can hear her left foot in your left ear and her right foot in your right ear. That's a Dolby. Dum, 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 that's dum, a Dolby. Dum. It was great. And that's it starts in the back and comes to the front. It's just awesome. I, I'm real happy with that 7.1. I like how Dolby has upgraded uh, their, their, their system. And there's been a lot of battles over the year on who's going to have the best sound. Dolby definitely does. A lot of battles when the 3D first came out as to who was going to have the best 3D. Yeah, yeah. It's real D, 3D now, That's kind hands of a, down. Because they were like the last one into the... Hands down. You know, and now they're yeah, you know, master, number one. Master Image was out there. There's some other people out there. But, but Dolby has definitely won that sound contest, and Real D has definitely won that 3D contest. I'm glad to see that. I think Harkness has the best the best screens Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it's amazing how the new technology comes on board, and you'll have different manufacturers that do that. Uh, and, you know, you have to decide who's going to be the best. I mean, I really shop for those recliner seats, man. I went to so many factories um, to pick out the softest, most comfortable seat I could find. You know, those seats are just not stiff. You know, they're, they're, they're no, soft, comfortable. You just sit in them, and you... You just slowly sink into them. Yes, yes. And, and, They're you know, good. Yes, and, and that means we will have a lot more upkeep on those seats. Mm-hmm. 
but I think it's worth it for the comfort level. And then when you add in that table, they give someone to put their food and beverage on. Yeah. And I, and I think that's a big part of it, having that table there. Uh, I think if and, – and, and this has certainly been the case in Cabot. I think if you were a person who went to the movies, say, six times a year, and you had to hassle with general admission, and you had to hassle in an uncomfortable chair, and you had to hassle getting in and out of there, and now you can you know get that mobile app that we offer, go to your phone – Push the button, look at the map on your phone of where your seat is, push that seat with your finger, and you bought it. It's reserved. Yeah, it's now, yours. Now you don't have to go through all that hassle. Uh, you don't have to wait in line. You know you got a ticket. You know it's not going to sell out. You know where you're sitting. If you're a frequent moviegoer, you know which chair you like the most in that room. And so instead of watching six movies a year with us, maybe you watch ten. Yeah. You know, I don't think we've got a lot of new people. I think our regulars go more. Because we have made it easier and more comfortable for them. Man, I'm telling and you, I like it. I, I like it. I go every week. You know that, Matt. I like the feedback. Uh, and Cabot has just been a wonderful town to do business in. And I'm better than Zach is. All right. Okay. I'm, I'm not like Zach. I don't go to the movie theater, sit in a comfortable seat, and go to sleep. He has been known to do that. Yes, he in has. In a loud action movie, which I find <laughs> yeah, hard to do. Kind of, it's hard to do. I mean, depending do. on what it is. I mean, if you got something that's dialogue-driven, maybe you could doze off in that. But yeah. Man, it was the first time I was in that recliner. <laughs> the first time I was not expecting to be so comfortable. It was so comfortable. You go, yeah. And I just dozed you off. You ate those cheese sticks, like, man. That was the problem. You put all that food in your stomach, too. You go, to, go to a 9 o'clock... Go to a nine o'clock show of a drama where there's a lot of talking and, yeah. and eat a pizza. I'll never make it the to bowling the bowling girl. You I mean, know? I'll never make just, it to the end. <laughs> when Downton Abbey comes out, yeah. I challenge you to watch the late show there you after go. eating a pizza. <laughs> oh, man. All right, let's get a fast break in. We'll come back. A couple of movies. I want to talk about another movie that's coming out besides uh, Rambo, besides uh, the, the next Terminator, besides Maleficent. And besides Star Wars, that I'm getting, you know, I'm starting to get strong feelings. I got to see this movie. They just released the latest trailer. It looks awesome. I'll tell you what it is when we come back on the Dave Ellswick Show. You know, you got a 96% chance, a 96% chance of losing $111,000 in Social Security benefits. Let's just think about that for a moment. That's according to new research from Bloomberg. 96% of Americans lose $111,000 in Social Security benefits because they take their benefits at the wrong time. Learn how not to make that mistake and others by going to an educational workshop called Maximizing Social Security, done by David Lucas. It's done right here in Little Rock. You don't have to travel to it or anything. It's right here locally. Two workshops in September, Tuesday the 24th, Thursday the 26th. Registration is just $20. Seats are selling fast. So if you save $250,000, register now by calling 501-653-6690. The workshop reveals the little-known strategies that could help you wring every nickel out of your benefits that are rightfully yours. Call 501-653-6690 or... You can register online at David Lucas Financial. That's one word, David Lucas Financial dot com. 
Matt Smith is here. This yeah, movie, movie I was talking about before we left, and I think it's going to be. It looks okay. Like it's going to be a player uh, for Academy Awards. Okay, and to say that and know that Brad Pitt is the star is you know something to be honest. But add you're Ast- saying you're add saying he's gonna be, Astra. Go, you say he's going to be nominated for that and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Because I'm telling you right now, he could be. The nominations are coming in for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. You better saddle up, buddy. Brad Pitt looks awesome in this motion picture. I think Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio and Quentin Tarantino and Margot Robbie, I think they're getting awards for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Brad Pitt has come into his own finally, like Matthew McConaughey did. Or Patrick Swayze. Or Patrick Swayze. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's coming into his own. Yeah, he's went from being a pretty face to some strong roles, brother. Yeah, an actor. Say and the same thing about Tom Cruise. I'm looking. Actually. Yeah, same. So, yeah, exactly. Well, I, I, the Ad Astra thing. I am curious. It comes um, out next month. I'm curious. September twentieth has a Thursday night show at seven o'clock. I can't wait. And those tickets are on sale now at Riverdale10.com, CabotVIPCinema.com, CerseiCinema.com. Check it out. I am anxious to see how that movie is handled. Because that is the first major motion picture to be released uh, from the Fox lineup of films since Disney took over Fox. Um, You know, Disney took over Fox back in the spring. I think they wrapped that thing up um, in April. And since then, since Disney has owned Fox, they've had had two movies. They had um, Stuber which was a little small comedy. And then they've had The Art of Racing in the Rain, which was a little PG uh, family film. Uh, in fact, Racing in the Rain is still on the- at my theaters now. Um, those were two smaller films re- that were owned by Fox, and Fox had on its release schedule when you know Disney finalized its purchase of Fox. But Ad Astra is the first... Um, p- a really major motion picture. This is going to be a big motion picture. That Fox greenlit, made, produced, and set distribution on and dated uh, before Disney took over. And go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, here. I think this movie is going to be for Brad Pitt what Mm -hmm. Gravity was for Sandra Bullock. Oh, really? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. If if, if the... uh, the trailer that's mm-hmm. come out about it is even as is the movie's even close to mm-hmm. as good as the trailer looks. This is the one that r- may make uh, Brad Pitt big, 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 mm-hmm. big time. Like it did Sandra Bullock. Well, I'll tell you uh, what I find intriguing is when they shut Fox down, a lot of people lost their jobs, but they kept some key people. Mm-hmm. And some of those key people have moved over to Disney now. Yeah. Uh, but that's, a had, new, that's a totally new culture. It is. <laughs> because, you know, you better get up early in the morning and, you know, tie your shoes, tie it, drink your coffee, and get your act together that's right before you roll up over there mm-hmm. they did not come to play no okay they, they came to make right. money they they are not they are not seers so yeah <laughs> yeah so uh, you know um a couple of days ago i was talking to my, my, my fox guy called me because he's one of the lucky few that kept their job and now he's at disney 
Mm-hmm. And so he called me and 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 went ahead and uh, I went ahead and dated Ad Astra uh, at all of my theaters except one. And then he said, "Well, we're, we're going to call you back on that, uh, but you'll have to talk to your Disney rep." And so, nah. yeah. And so, in the non-competitive towns, um, Fox is uh, some of the guys who used to work at Fox are booking a film, but in the competitive towns. Disney's handling the film. Yeah. So I think Disney has taken this film rather seriously. And it looks serious. Yes, and they're going to pay attention as to where they place the motion picture. Now, that tells me that Disney may be, get behind this film, and that also tells me that Disney may be thinking awards for this film. Yeah. See? Uh, otherwise, he wouldn't have done that. And so, like, you know, um, like I, I put it into, you know, all the locations where, you know, I'm in an open zone. And then I book for some, I also book a lot of theaters that I don't own. Right. And so he's like going to call me back and, you know, so Disney's for real about the movie. All right. So John Payne, who's waiting to talk to me? Now, tell Willie, we'll take him when we come back. We got to get to the news and we'll talk more. I want to talk about uh, a little bit more about Ad Astra because I'm going to tell you, I haven't been as excited about a sci-fi movie since 2001. And folks... That's a long time. I'm just telling you, it's a long time. It, it, it's got that feel to it. It's got that feel. We'll be back. We'll talk more about it. Matt Smith's got another half hour. Grover Norquist coming up at 335. Going to talk how the left's going to attack your gun rights using taxes at 335 here on the Dave Ellswick Show. To the 3 o'clock hour, don't forget Grover Norquist coming up at uh, 335 americans on taxation he is the head of that he'll be talking about what the left's doing trying to use taxes to uh, curtail your second amendment rights how about how about you should be able to uh, own a gun but you can't own it because when you buy it you can't afford the taxes that they tack onto it or when you want to buy the ammunition you can't afford it because of all the taxation that they put on the the bullets. Okay, let me. Um, We're going to talk about that at three thirty-five. Well, three thirty-five. Okay, I was going to yeah. put my small L liberal on and just yeah. throw some stuff out there just to mess with you. Yeah. Well, well, well you got to, you got to, you got to, you got to pass a test to drive a car. No. Why don't you have to pass a test to own a gun? No, because very simple. Driving a car is a privilege. Owning a gun. Is a right. I'm glad you're armed and ready. <laughs> <laughs> you got to have insurance on a car. Why don't you have to have insurance on guns? Same thing. Same answer. <laughs> if you're a liberal, the thing that you need to do is get a brain first. You might want to do that. I'm just that. the stuff they say. <laughs> I know you they are. say some crazy what stuff. You say what they always say. Well, you got to lock your car. Why don't you have to lock your gun? No, I like <laughs> that. They always put the car stuff out oh, there, right? Oh, sure. Why do they do that? Sure. Why is it that there is no... Uh, 23rd, 18th, 91 Amendment for driving a ride. It yeah. doesn't say anywhere in the Constitution, you got a right to a car, man. That's I, right. I don't know. They always right. got these stories. Look, man. Willie's been waiting. Ah, oh, Willie's okay. been waiting. Let okay. me get Willie. Okay. Hey, Willie, how are you? Welcome to the Dave Ellswick Show. What's up? Hey, Dave. Hey, Matt. Hello. Uh, Dave, I haven't heard about that uh, martial arts actor in years at john claude von Damme. yeah well i just watched an old movie of his the other night one of my favorite guilty pleasures time cop you remember that movie 
Uh-uh. Oh yeah, he was a he was hired. It was a governmental agency, and the people had learned how to time travel. And he was a time cop. You you couldn't go back and change time <laughs> so that you could end up being a millionaire or something like that. And this, and uh, I think it was Ron Silver, one of the great conservatives of all time. I got to know Ron uh, over the years, and uh, he was real conservative and was really interested. And he was going to go back and making it so he became president of the United States. It was a fun movie. It was. Uh, as far as von, uh, Claude Van Damme, the only thing I've seen in him lately is doing those, uh, uh, what are they, dip chips uh commercials that he's doing on television yeah i mean he had kind of went down the the route of um you know the independent kind of shoestring budget films he shot some stuff in israel and shot some stuff overseas and um you know kind of kind of like a, one of his contemporaries the other martial arts guy um all that gained so much weight now i can't remember his name texas ranger no, 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 not no, not not Chuck Norris. Okay. Um, you know, um, Billy Jack. Uh, out, you know, Steven Seagal. You know, Steven, Steven Seagal, Seagal, who's got one move and yeah. that's grabbed a guy's small finger and twisted. Yeah, and Steven Seagal. You know, going to break your yeah. wrist. Steven Seagal ballooned to about a million pounds, <laughs> and he had a he had a little TV show on reels for a while, which is good. Yeah, and then he, he started he started doing a bunch of. Um, um, movies in russia and speaking mm-hmm. in russia and doing gun shows and all kinds of production over there to get a paycheck and i think he got like russian citizenship or something but um cocaine had derailed jean-claude van damme yes it had. It, it, it it derailed him so uh you know he's still out there but yes, he, he's, he's still not, alive he's nothing don't expect uh you know what was that double whatever it was uh, or street fighter to come back <laughs> that's that's not gonna happen Thanks a lot. We appreciate your call, Willie. He's not hes not coming back. I watched a movie. It, it was in the theaters for a short period of time, Matt. Yeah. And I didn't get to see it. People had told me it was an independent movie. It uh, looked like uh, Charlize Theron was involved with it. She was in the movie, and it was really good. Gringo. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good yeah. movie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it, hilarious. It's, you know, you can, <clears throat> you know, it, it, it's like anything else, you know, uh, producing motion pictures, distributing motion pictures, as long as you stay in your lane, um, you know, you, 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 um, you can be successful at that. You got this, this company called Annapurna and Annapurna started as a distribute, uh, as a firm, uh, that was going to, uh, produce motion pictures. Yes. Uh, and basically help um you know really strong artists uh bring their vision uh to the movie screen mm-hmm. and they had a really good corporate mission and it was cool and they started out as a production company and were very successful at that uh i mean i'll throw you know just oh i don't know little academy award-winning movie you might have heard of out there hurt locker yep okay Great that was movie. one of theirs and and a movie I know you love, and I know I know the other guys in the studio love it. <clears throat> Zero Dark Thirty. Yeah, it's a great movie, right? And I mean, there's a long list of movies that they produced, and they were such a good production company. They were able to take really quality source material or or quality scripts, uh, and and bring those movies to fruition. 
or if a certain director or actor had a dream project, make it work. And the list of stuff that they produce that was awesome is lengthy. Mm-hmm. And then at some point they decided they need to be a distribution company. And they decided not only were they going to, you know, produce films, be a production company, get films made, but they were going to handle the distribution of those films. Not and good. it just went off the rails, man. You know, it just went off the rails. And so um, they got a little movie out right now called Where'd You Go, Bernadette? Great movie. Great little movie. What's it about? Where'd You Go, Bernadette? Uh, this woman is a real estate agent, Kate Blanchett, and um, she, uh, I'm sorry, she's an architect. And she does a great job as an architect. She's fundamentally awesome at it. And then she starts a family, and it kind of throws her off her game. Mm-hmm. And she has to get away from her family to be great again. But she was like an architect at an artistic level. Okay. Okay. She was the slash of architects. She was the Jimmy Frank Floyd Wright. Yes. Okay. So and then okay, absolutely. And then having a family threw off her game, so she hides from her daughter and husband in order to get back to being an artist again, basically. Okay. And it's a great film, and I'm playing it right now at Riverdale Ten. And, you know, these guys um, wanted me to open that film, which it opened on August the 16th. And they expected me to play that on my film, all my theaters. And they wanted me to give them a screen at, you know, smaller theaters in smaller towns. It's not a small town film. Not a small town movie. And, and so I have to fight this battle with them, you know. Um, and so there's a lot of things out there that Hollywood does that's just screwed up. And they keep beating me up and beating me up and beating me up wanting to play the film. You know, and, and finally I told the guy, I'm like, okay, dude, I tell you what, pull up my website. Look at what I'm playing. Tell me what I'm not going to play to play your film. Well, just give me a showtime. I said, okay, man, tell me, <laughs> tell me what showtime I'm taking from which one of these films to give you a showtime. Okay. Because nobody's coming, man. I know my audience. Nobody's coming. But you tell me. And then I tell you what, I'm going to kick you on speaker, and I'm going to call that guy, and I'm going to tell him I'm taking that showtime away from his movie for you, and I want you to hear what he tells me. Well, I'm not saying I want to do that. I said, well, exactly, bro. I said, you, you, you want me to take out the Warner Brothers movie? You want me to take out the Disney movie? You want me to take out the Paramount movie? You want me to take out the Universal movie for something from Anna Perna? <laughs> I mean, I want to play your films, man. And if I had a screen, I'd give it to you. But it's not a small town movie. Yeah. You know? And oh, no, man, you know, we're getting aplexes all over America. I'm like, no, you're not, man. I mean, I've been in this business a long time. There's no reason to lie to me, man. That's what you're going to say. Don't call me and lie to me. Right. Because every aplex in America is holding over Lion King. Yes. Every aplex in America is holding over Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah. That's two screens. They're going to open Good Boys because it's from Universal. Mm-hmm. They're going to open Angry Birds because it's from Sony. They're going to open Dora because it's from Paramount. They're going to open The Kitchen because it's from Warner Brothers. Okay? They're going to open those films. They're going to open Scary Stories because it's from Lionsgate, and it's tracking. Yes. Right? And we it's have, doing well. We haven't even gotten to Blinded by the Light mm-hmm. from Warner Brothers. Now we're at eight movies, bro. What about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? That's still on the screen in a lot of these places. That's the ninth picture. Right? Right? Okay. So you tell me. It's not my fault that Hollywood shoves 11 movies out in two weeks. Mm-hmm. Not my fault. Which is dumb. You had one movie released on July 19th, Lion King. You had one movie released July 26th, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. You had one movie released on August the 2nd, Fast and Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw. 
There was one movie released today, August 23rd, Angel Has Fallen. Okay? So one movie July 19th, one movie July 26th, one movie August 2nd, and one movie August 23rd, right? They released four motion pictures August 9th and five motion pictures August 16th. Yeah, which they thought were dead days. I mean, you understand what I'm saying? So, sure. you got, so on the 16th, you're going you're gonna to have five movies from the 16th, four movies from the 9th. That's nine movies. Hobbs and Shaw still on the screen. That's 10 movies. Once upon a time in Hollywood, still on the screen in a lot of places. That's 11 movies. Lion King still on the screen in a lot of places. That's 12 movies. I got an eight-plex, and you want me to give a screen to Annapurna? And there's still huge movies in the tube ready <laughs> to come saying, out. I'm just saying, right? Yep. I'm with you. It, it would have made more sense for something else to have come out the same weekend as Once Upon a Time in Hollywood or the same weekend of Hobbs and Shaw. Instead of one movie July 19th, one movie July 26th, one movie August 2nd, and then four on the 9th, five on the 16th, one on the 23rd. I got right? you. All right, we contractually gotta, obligated gotta, to release the film get a before in. school starts. Let's get a break in. Let me just say that Pennywise has asked to be on the air, but I've told him he may not. So that's why the red balloon's floating back here. Just want you to know, Pennywise will not make an appearance today. Hey, if if you got uh, type two diabetes, you know it's a lot to take on. I know it's a lot to take on because I have type two diabetes. But good news, there's a new study that can be uh, used by you to help. If you suffer from diabetes and uh, you've got type 2 diabetes and are only on metformin, you may qualify for this new study. Uh, Participants receive study-related care at no cost and compensation for time and travel. You just have to have an A1C of 8 or above, and you have to be 18 years of age and older. Call 501-954-7822, or better yet, go to ARC Arkansas, one word, ARCArkansas.com, and you can find out all about this new study on type 2 diabetes. Check it out today. See if you can get into the study, and perhaps you'll find that it's not as big of a struggle with type 2 diabetes as it is right now. All right, back with you, Matt. There's some really great movies that are just around the corner. Uh, I'm going to be coming over to uh, uh, Riverdale this week because I want to see this one ready or not. Oh, yeah, that's I'm intriguing. hearing great things about it. And uh, there's some movies that are coming up. I mean, look, coming up on the 6th, it's It Chapter 2. That's going to be Monster at the box office. Now's the time for... You know, Angel has fallen to sweep up, and it did good last night. Yes. One and a half million. Yes. Yes. So. I think it's got a good couple of weeks ahead of it before It Chapter 2 falls into place. There's not really much going on next weekend. Um, I, Angel's Fallen's a great film. Really great film. Mm-hmm. It Chapter 2 is going to be great. Uh, Maleficent is coming up uh, in October. That's going to be really good. Now, wait. I'm going to stay in September. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Se- yeah. yeah. September 20th. Mm-hmm. Downtown Abbey. Yep, Downtown Abbey's going to be a hit. Ed Astra. Big hit. Rambo, Last Blood. Big hit. Oh, that's going to be a hit. Uh, look, I can tell you right now, I'm going to see Rambo, yeah. Last Blood, yeah. and Ed Astra. All three of those films on the 20th look strong, but look at the 13th, though. Look at the 13th. Okay, I'm, I'm rolling Go the back 13th. here. The 6th the is it, too, but the 13th has, a, has a, a cool little movie on it. The Goldfinch. 
Uh, no, no, no. Hustler. Yes. That looks like a cool little movie from STX. That's going to be a lot of fun. Goldfinch is going to be a deep, deep drama. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're hunting for awards on that or what. I can't get my head around it. I, I don't really understand the marketing on that one yet. But Hustlers looks looks really, really, really cool to me. So I'm I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Now, it, it Chapter 2 is the only thing that comes out on the 6th. You got those two on the 13th. Then you mentioned the the three big ones on the 20th. Yeah. Um, then you and take then the that 27th, little breather. The 27th, though, that little movie. Which is it? I'm, I'm, oh, you're not I'm on. I know. I'm on October right now. It's a it's a kids movie, Abominable. Yeah, the Abominable. Yeah, yeah and it's it's a little snowman. it's a little kids little kids animated. It looks so cool to me. Smallfoot was on that date last year. Yeah, that to me looks like a little hit Big kids hit. film. Yeah. Okay. Here really you go. Does. October second. You got War. Yes. Don't know much about that. Uh, the fourth is the one I'm really excited about. Joker. October 4th is Joker. Come on, man. From Warner Brothers. Come on, man. Come on, man. Look at at Shazam. Look at Wonder Woman. Look at Aquaman. Warner Brothers has it together now in the superhero movies. I'm excited about Joker. I'm excited for the guy playing Joker. Joaquin Phoenix is a great actor. I think Joker does it, man. For real. Okay, well, we'll see what it does for I'm fired up about Joker. It's a hard R, by the way, because of violence. So that's going to be interesting. On the 11th, one that I think is going to sneak in there and, and surprise a lot of people is this animated The Adams Family. Yes. That's coming out on the 11th. Gemini Man, which I haven't heard much from, uh, other than this is the one with, uh, what's his name, uh, Pinkett Smith's husband. You know who I'm talking about. Will Smith? Yeah, Will Smith. Yeah, he, uh, Gemini Man... Should be pretty good. That's his new one that's coming up. Uh, other movies, uh, 18th, M- Melissafent mm, 2, yep. and Zombieland 2. That's going to be big, man. I don't think people understand that that thing is coming out, guns blazing. Zombieland 2 is going to do some big box office. No, I, I, I think agree. it's going to sneak in there. It. I think it's going to sneak in there and surprise people. And uh, the other film, I mean, that's from Disney. And Melissa me, Fent, that's that been a good grade. The looks first strong. movie was strong. Yes, that one looks strong. That's uh, you know Jolie. She's gonna you know she's not gonna go down without swinging. There you go. Uh, Friday the twenty fifth, October the twenty fifth, Black and Blue, which I'm not. That's a Sony movie. Uh, Countdown, a horror movie from STX, and then the last Full Measure, uh, which is a roadside that sounds kind of interesting if it's pulling off of. You know, when you talk about the last full measure for military people, that's what they're talking about. So anyway, we'll see how those movies do. And don't forget, in October, mm-hmm. let me get a pre, pre-sell you yeah, on this. Go yeah, and pre-sell. buy your tickets for the classic pre-sell. movie for our October movie, which is, I, I think, 1967, dun, dun, I Spit dun, on Your Grave. You ever seen that, John? Dun, dun. You may have been a little too young. How old were you in my 1967? Were you ever, were you even? You weren't even. Okay. So anyway, 67, I was 14. Uh, I Spit on Your Grave is a great, great motion picture. And uh, hey, what can I tell you? I can't wait to show it. At the, This is probably the hardest R-rated movie I've ever shown. Ever. Although Clockwork Orange, pretty hard. I spit on your grave. 
real hard. It it is really out of the grind house. Don't bring the kids. No, do Don't not do bring children. Do not bring Don't children. Do it. it is out of the solid grind house tradition we of cannot motion pictures. Let them in. That's it. <laughs> Bottom Your line. Your kid can't watch this movie. No, no. Even do if, not bring your even child. if you're a you're an adult and you bring your kid. Nope. I'm going to turn nope. you away. Nope. That's just the way nope. it works. Sorry, <laughs> they're gonna be. And out I'm gonna challenge your sofa. parenthood if you show up with your kid. They're gonna be in in the lab. Just letting you know that. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I agree wholeheartedly with that. But don't forget this weekend. Hey, Angel has fallen. Good movie, fun action movie. Nick Nolte steals his scenes in this show, and Gerald uh, Butler. He is what he is, and this is his character that he developed and is good and it's set up for a fourth one if they want to do it i like the ending i love morgan freeman in the film yep uh i thought the bad guys were incredible one of the one of the danny houston bad guy on yellowstone is the bad guy in this film i love gerard butler in the film for 38 what was it 38 days a night or whatever when he was a bad vampire he's so good he's so good man i love it i love it. you gotta see angels falling you got to if you haven't seen hobbs and shaw go see that if you haven't seen once upon a time in hollywood we can't be friends well we cannot be friends that is a amazing movie go watch this weekend or you can't even listen to the show again look i've seen it yeah (laughs) i've seen it twice are you kidding me and i'm gonna go a third time that thing's racking up it's got it's racking up I saw things in the second time around. I didn't see in the first, and I bet you in the third time I'll see new things that I didn't see in the first or the second time. It's just one of those kind of movies. Matt Smith, it's good to have you back. Riverdale10.com. I'm back from the islands. You're not going back to the islands anytime soon, are you? Oh, I don't know. I'll go at Christmas. All right. (laughs) News is next. Oh, we're back. Wow. I I, I thought I heard the... uh, the guy with the pearly voice say the Dave Ellswick show. Back with you. Eric Silikowski is here. Got it. I got it right. And I told him I I do well with Pole and Slavic names. And the reason I do is I worked in the steel mills in northwest Indiana. I grew up out there. And so, you know, I played with Laskowskis and, and all kinds of people like that. And... Uh, and so I don't have any problem at all. It's, that's the uh, the ethnic background uh, for uh, Dave Ellswick. Is I was around a lot of Italians and a lot of Slavs. And I got to tell you what, man, I loved it up there. <laughs> the food is fantastic. You like piogis? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. You know, I wonder how many people know what I'm talking right. about. Piogis are, like, awesome. Oh, they're unbelievable. See, over a lot of people don't know about Chicago. Chicago's got the biggest ethnic Polish population on the north side where the Cubs are at, other than Warsaw. I did not know that. Yes. That is a fun fact. Oh, man. Piogis and uh, sausage and come on, dude. The food's the best. There you go. You can't beat I, it. I'm just telling you. You I'm can't gonna, beat it. Okay, so you're the deputy athletic director. Yes, sir. That's very cool. <laughs> I mean, no, seriously, that's a that's a nice uh, deal to have over at UALR. You know, a lot of people don't realize UALR is has been well known about basketball for a long time. Absolutely. I remember when they would come up and. And when I was in high school, was a, uh, there was a coach up in northwest Indiana. His name was Coach Black. 
and did very Merrillville, Indiana. He left Merrillville and came to UALR, and he brought UALR to play Indiana uh, University. Wow! And uh, and gave them a run for their money. Oh you wow! You know, he was a good coach. He was a real good coach. They've had some good coaches in the over the years. Too. Well, you I mean, got a good one right now. Yeah. <laughs> He's doing both a men and women's program. That's and everybody right. Everybody should be excited about. The program as you get ready to move into basketball season. Right. I know what everybody say, Dave, wait, the oblong ball. Hey, I'm from Indiana. Round ball, baby. <laughs> I love that round ball when Absolutely. it's something on the court. I'm just telling you. So you're here to tell me about what's going to be going on as far as ticket sales and things like that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we start our ticket sales. They our tickets they start at ninety nine dollars. So, and we truly have something for everybody. Whether it's you know general admission seats, you can have premium seats. We got a couple suites open this year for sale. Wow. Um, but and you know a few years back we sold all of them out, and then we had a couple of our supporters, um, you know, that were just ready to move on, and we're excited. We've had some interest in them, and. So we have uh, we just have so much going on. Whether it's courtside seats, coaches' row seats, where your feet are actually on the floor, um, and then we have the group outings. We have you know for corporate events, you can do it for your kid's birthday. I mean, you name it. So we have everything that you could possibly imagine, either in the seats or going around on the concourse. All right, talk to me about the corporate suites. All right, what's included in that? Is there like food and drink and all of that as well? We have a full catering menu with uh, Genus Catering. So okay. it's it's separate from it. I mean, you don't. It's not. It doesn't come all inclusive, but we have uh, food, beverages, adult beverages, anything you can ask for. We got so, and there's a there's a wait staff up there specifically for those uh, those twelve suites. Mm-hmm. So they got somebody there, you know, on call at all times. So. Yeah. See, I'm thinking that if you've got a business that you know you need to get out and you know kind of wine and dine people a little bit and. Yeah, you know, better to do it in. You know, you can't play golf all year long, right? You know, take them up and have have yourself a suite and wine and dine them, watch some good basketball. You know, make sure you take them there when you know Western Kentucky comes in for the men's program or sure, you know, something like that. Be pretty cool. Absolutely. I mean, and we even even in our own suite that we have our AD suite. um, You know, we do we do group events there too. I mean, they're anywhere from thousand to fifteen hundred bucks and um you know we will put together the food package for you and work with you every step of the way and those have been very successful over the years because if you don't want to do it for the entire year um you know you could do it for one game and try it out and see how you like it so those work out well too so i've been hearing uh, that the coach over there has uh, put together a men's team that is highly athletic and is going to be very very uh competitive this year that's you know that's what we're looking for. So we've got a we've got a very big team this year, very mm-hmm. tall, a lot of height, a lot, lot of height, lot. probably one of the tallest teams we've ever had. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, one of our most talented players, Marquise Noel, is, mm-hmm. he's the smallest one we got, and that kid is he is something else. Great, great kid. Is that, great am kid. I am I hearing right that they're saying he might have NBA potential? Oh, I mean, I couldn't tell you that. I'm no scout, but you know, but that's we, what I'm hearing. Hey, we hope for the best for every single one of those guys, but it all depends on how they develop, and we trust that that Coach Walker and his staff, our our new player development coach, Preston from UNLV. I mean, he'll be he'll be taking the reins on a lot of those guys, and we hope that he can develop them into some real talent. So, yeah, you got a great coach over there. That's right, man could play the game. <laughs> I mean, just saying, he could play the That's game. That's the truth. That's the yeah. Truth. I'm not lying. I don't lie on my show. <laughs> I just don't lie. But yeah, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited because 
here's the rumors that I'm hearing coming out. Now, you tell me if what I'm hearing is true. I know one of them is true because you just told me it's true. <laughs> I heard that uh, Coach Foley, right? Yeah. All right. The women's program. Yes, sir. He's got Connecticut on his schedule now. He's he's yeah. We should be uh, we should be seeing UConn. Uh, they go there next year and oh. then come back. Now so let me got, is it just. Does he know the coach over there? Is that what it is? Because I can't see Connecticut taking a chance and wanting to come to UALR and play this women's program. <laughs> I'm just well, saying this. He has done a fantastic job of women's basketball. Oh, absolutely. Oh well, let me tell you. So he uh, he has a relationship with Gino. I don't know how close he is, but he's he's uh, he's met with him before okay. when they were out there with some games and all that. And uh, you know, and all these coaches, pretty tight knit circle, whether it's men's basketball or women's basketball. But I'll tell you this: the really cool thing about women's basketball and how it works. There's, um, you know, the one girl from the one student athlete up at UConn who's from Little Rock. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the biggest things that these coaches like to do is, you know, when they're when they're starting and when they're playing a lot. They try to schedule games in their hometown. Um, not all their families get to travel with them and come see them. Coach, like that do. could be a mistake. <laughs> I'm just saying it could be a mistake. Come down to UALR and play them on their home court. <laughs> that could be a mistake. I'll tell you what it's it's a really it's a really cool deal that they put together for their student athletes to get them back in front of their communities and their families and um, you know RPI net ranking all that stuff aside you know. UConn, they're probably going to make the NCAA tournament regardless. Yeah. So he wants to make sure that his student athletes are getting a good experience along with their families. So. Let's f- figure this out, Eric. That even if he loses here, all right, he don't have to worry about losing his job. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the truth? He's pretty. That's a pretty cool seat he's yeah. sitting on. And uh, I'm yeah. saying it's it's ice cold. In yeah. fact, okay, no problem. He's got with it that. locked up for a long, long time. And then I have I heard that. Uh, we can't get Arkansas to play football with a lot of different teams here in the state, but we may be seeing Arkansas talking about playing basketball with, with uh, is it UALR? Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, so we are actually, our women's programs are playing each other. So they'll be playing each yeah. other on December 21st at Verizon Arena. Oh, here in town. Yes, sir. So, um, and we are incredibly grateful for, for Hunter Yurichek and, you know, and, and that program and, and what they're say, trying to do. Hunter, you're the man <laughs> for finally, let's get this over with, too. You know, let's sure. let's get... Football, let's get ASU and U of A playing at War Memorial. Oh, I can't speak on that. I know you <laughs> can't, but I'm just saying. Let, let's finally get this underway. Sure. And, you know, what What their staff has been able to do to accommodate this and, and get it into Verizon Arena, um, you know, both coaching staffs, they have great relationships, obviously, um, and what they were able to do to make this happen. This is so good for our city. It's so good for our student-athletes and our programs. I mean, um, it truly, truly elevates our brand as well, which is which is sure. fantastic. So, Absolutely. So, and then did I hear that UAPB is coming for against us? Yeah, uh, I would have to check our a our unofficial non conference schedule. Maybe so, I got that wrong. Maybe it's we played U of them a. last year. U of A is playing UAPB this year. Maybe I believe so. Isn't that football? Yeah, I don't know, but. Boy, if it's football, that's really going to be a massacre. But hey. No, they played them in baseball last year right after Yeah, us, that so. was a mistake for U of A, I guess. And <laughs> I just love talking about this stuff. Eric, <laughs> you guys got a really great uh, season coming up. Stick with me. I got to get a break in. When we come back, 
let's run through how people can get involved and get their tickets because we need to fill up that arena. Absolutely. You know, I'm just going to tell you, in 21, if UConn comes here and there's an empty seat over there, what in the world is wrong? That's what Coach Foley tells me, that's, too. That's, that's <laughs> the way. I mean, I got I to gotta say that. I Just amazing that yeah. he's got, you know, he's going to get Connecticut in here. Right. And see, that helps you going out and getting more players as though he needs more players, huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Take a break. We'll be back with more. I'm going to be back talking about ULR just in a moment. Right now, let me remind you of PI Roofing. If you need your roof taken care of, now's the time to do it. It has been hotter than blazes out for the last few weeks. That uh, really causes problems with the shingles, cracks, and things of that nature. And let me remind you what the uh, you know how a leak forms in your roof. First, something happens with a shingle or a flashing around a pipe or your fireplace or whatever and the water gets in there and then it gets through the shingle and then it gets through the uh, felt after the shingle then through the uh, the board through the plywood after it gets through the plywood it gets into the uh, you know all of the different uh, materials that you have in there to keep all the warm in during the the, the winter time and the cool in the summertime that insulation that you got then it gets to your drywall and it causes all kinds of damage all the way in each step. So the best thing that you can do is call PI Roofing, have them come to your house, walk the roof, and check everything out. They can walk across your roof and tell you you've got a problem. It gets kind of spongy feeling. It's a thing that they know all about, and they take care of. They're professional. They'll take good care of you, and all you have to do is follow them up on their website that's piroofing.com, piroofing.com. Eric uh, Silikowski. Nailed it. Yeah, I got it again. <laughs> make, all right, I just got to make sure I get that right. I'd, I'd have to give away my region card if I, if I couldn't get that <laughs> right. All right, so he's the deputy athletic director. We've told you all the great excitement. And, you know, you know the Sun, uh, the conference is good. I mean, is Western Kentucky still in it? No, no, they moved out. Yeah, huh? they've moved out. Bummer. <laughs> they were good. They, oh, they, yeah. They're a good. See, I played them when I was in in college in in baseball because that's part of the Ohio Valley yeah. Conference, EOVC. So we played with them more at state. So anyway, uh, you know, Diddle Arena, interesting place to go and play. Wow. Look at he's looking <laughs> at me. He knows about Diddle Arena. Yes, I do. <laughs> I know about the. Uh, uh, the Corvette Museum in Western <laughs> Kentucky as well. But anyway, uh, bottom line is it's a great brand of basketball. Absolutely. Typically up pace and, uh, and very, very competitive. And uh, I'm sure that Sky Walker will do a great job over at UALR. How do people get tickets? Can you buy, you know, single tickets or do you have to buy packages so right now we're uh we're selling season ticket packages like i said they start at 99 dollars, and there's a ton of options for for anybody um but you can call 565-8257 or you can go online at lrtrojans.com we have everything online uh individual tickets are not out yet because we're still going through the renewal process but we should have that finalized pretty soon all right so you give me you tell me who's going to besides ualr who's going to be the 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 studs in the in the league this year uh normally we have the louisiana lafayettes i mean they're Mm -hmm. they're very talented um you know south al 
at times. I wouldn't say they're going to be one of the top teams, but um, ULM had a pretty good run at one point last year, so we'll see how they are. Um, trying to think who else. Well, Troy. Troy's got a very good coach, Scott Cross, um, who was at UTA okay. um, a few a couple years back. Then went to TCU after UTA. Troy hired him, so he's gonna he's gonna give anybody a run for their money. So he used to be a horned frog. Is what yes, you're telling yes. me he was the uh, associate head coach there, I believe, or assistant coach, and then cool. he got the head job at Troy. But he he had a heck of a run at UTA. I mean, they were the top of the standings every year. But um, their coach now um, at UTA. I mean, he's he's done some special things. So I I think they're them Louisiana Lafayette. Um, they're probably gonna be at the top of the standings. UTA is University of Texas at Arlington. Yes, sir. Yeah. I know my basketball. <laughs> all right. I love basketball. I really, really do. It's fantastic. All right. So, ASU, is it wishful thinking that they might win three games this year? Oh, man. I'd be a mean today. <laughs> no comment. There you go. But that's a great rivalry oh, you guys yeah. have. It oh, really yeah. is. And you guys have developed that, and it's good. It's great. Absolutely. I have we, to show up this year for those. Oh, yeah. They've uh, they've been a lot of fun. A lot of fun. I mean, because we get so many of the ASU crowd to come down here. A big crowd of ours will go up there. So there's a lot of support around that rivalry. Okay, so if, if people want to get their tickets, what do they need to do? I'm sure you're going to give me a, an internet address here sooner or later. Go ahead. 565-8257. You can call or you can go online at lrtrojans.com. we got an awesome staff that will help you with everything you need. Okay. So, Eric, you can't talk like I do, okay? Slowly give the phone number again <laughs> okay. and the <laughs> and give the web address. I grew up across the bay from New York City. It's yeah, I'm a, with it's you. A part I understand. Of me. It's a part of me. So, phone number is 565-8257 or you can go online at lrtrojans.com there you go look i'm looking forward to it i'm i'll be over to see a couple of games i usually come over and see a couple of games oh, every it. year i like to watch it i come over to watch the women good i like i like women's basketball always have yeah i know i know why t- title nine was put together and it wasn't for a lot of the crap they're using it for now it had to do with women's sports Oh, I mean you don't have to be a huge basketball fan to love what coach foley's doing over yeah there, he so. plays he plays ball, man. He's a right. baller for sure. There's right. no doubt about that. Love love watching him coach. Oh, and he's gonna have another successful year. Just like he always does, but he's got he's got a lot of a lot of good returners coming back. So what are some of the big games that people should circle on the schedule? Any that you can just off the top of your head? I mean, there's always the Arkansas State, but um I don't have any dates at the top of mind because we just uh we just released the the conference schedule, but I wish I could talk more about the uh, the non conference schedule, but we haven't released that yet. So once that comes out, I'll be able to talk more okay, about well, it. Well, you've seen it, right? Yes. Have you seen it? Okay. Is there are there some names that everybody's going to go? Oh yeah. Oh, I wouldn't. I, you know, we'll have <laughs> we'll have some good opponents come in, but there's nothing that's going to you know jump out jump out like the the Connecticut, game. Yeah. <laughs> like the the Arkansas game at Verizon Arena on the 21st of December. You know, that'll be one of the yeah, biggest, that'd so. be a good. One. You ready for this, Chris? They're going to play U of A. Ever, Absolutely. Ever, ever Eisen, baby. I love going to I will come to see that ball game. I Seriously. I'm going to just tell you, U of A better come ready. I'm, I'm just saying. They better, with Foley, they better come come ready. He'll be ready for them. Yeah, what did their uh, their women's coach said that they'll be the underdog? Yeah. I, coach Foley. <laughs> Yeah, he knows how to play the psychic part. Of it, all right? I'm just saying, it, it, but it's the truth. 
I mean, that, yeah. that, I I I like Joe. I think oh, Joe is one of the best coaches in in the country. I'm I'm surprised he stays at UALR. To oh. be honest, I, now I'm not trying to talk him out of it or anything. I'm, <laughs> Don't do I'm that. I'm just saying he's such a great coach. Oh yeah, he's the best. I mean, the way he handles his student athletes, the way they um, and I mean, they the respond walk, to him. They walk the walk and talk the talk. I mean, they're they're pretty unbelievable. They huh? got swagger, baby. Oh, it's unbelievable. That's good. They work extremely hard, and they're the best. I mean, they're the best students before athletes. I mean, they're all very smart, very sharp, uh, very, I wouldn't say professional, but very just very just quality student athletes. You can't beat that. Do their job. Absolutely. Yeah, they get that. They do what the coach tells them to do. If you do that, you're going to be successful because that coach is awesome. He really – how many years has he now been with us? Oh, what is it? God, I couldn't even tell you. 16th? What is that? A lot of years. It's been a lot of years. And it didn't take him long to turn this program around either when he came here. No, not in the least. I mean, he's <laughs> was successful at Arkansas Tech yeah. and jumped into this role and took it right over. Yeah, he's he's amazing. I expect to see another dance this year. We, yeah, we'll be looking for it. We hope for it. Yeah. But we put our trust in Coach Foley, that's for sure. Yeah. This year, he won't. I just don't think he's going to have to worry. I think he'll win the conference this year. Go play the tournament, win the tournament, <laughs> make his way to the, to the dance. You We'd tell him that. he's got a big supporter in Dave Ellswick. I will. Here. All right. I'll be I sure re- to do I that. Gotta get, I got to see if he'll come over and sit down and talk yeah, basketball. Yeah, absolutely. He'd love be to. Lot, be a lot of fun. He's got a great voice for radio, too. <laughs> Sounds like he gargle gravel. He's yeah. great about it, too. <laughs> It'd be great to have him on. Yeah, absolutely. You do a good job, my man. Well, I appreciate you having me on. You're good. Really You've got it. a radio voice. <laughs> you really do, doesn't he? He does a good job, and they're going to buy a bunch of tickets just because you sound good. Well, we can only hope, but we appreciate the support. So Let's fill up the stadium over there. Seriously, it should. They've been very successful on the women's team, and with, with uh, Coach Skywalker, they're going to be <laughs> great over there i gotta take a break and get the news in thank you for coming in today thank you're you welcome again. here anytime appreciate the opportunity thank you Eric. Great appreciate time. it all right don't forget u-a-l-r basketball baby men and women did you bring your jack today chris huh? yeah did you bring the jack today you know you gotta that sounds like the kind of music that you gotta have a, a shot glass next to you when it comes on I like I like your original theme song better. But that is the original theme song. No, the was it Ellswick, Ellswick, whatever. Oh no, I like A C D C Perry yeah. Mason. A C D C Rocks. Yeah, that's Perry Mason. No, nobody in your audience knows who Perry Mason is. <laughs> I'm afraid <laughs> they may not. I came close to going with the uh the theme song from uh, Boston Legal. I don't even know what that is. I like Boston I know the show. Legal. I don't yeah. know what the song is. You know. That's Captain Kirk. Yeah, <laughs> Captain Kirk William and, and uh, what's his name? Uh, oh, doggone it! Who's he? Who's his partner? The guy playing. Who's the partner on Boston? James Spader. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's played some really bad people. Before. I like James Spader. Yeah, one of the great movies he made early on in his career was a show, a movie. It was called The New Kids. I haven't seen that. I bet you. James Spader? Yeah. Yeah, about these two kids that move move in and their family I think their family like owns an amusement park or something. Interesting. And James Spader just 
terrorizes him because he's the he's the rich kid in town and he's terrorizing him. It's a great movie. When he's young. It's a great yeah. Lori Laughlin. Laughlin. Lori Laughlin. One of her first movies. Before her, she was bu- busy bribing universities. Yeah, before to take she her started children. bribing oh, uh, universities. UCLA. Man. Had to bring that up. How I think tough, it was, no, USC. How, is she in yes, jail USC. yet? Or that, no, they go no, down? But how tough is it to get into USC? Well, you that need you a have pulse. To, that's you. Yeah, you know, that's right. what I'm. What are you paying? Your, your kids no, must be as dumb that, as bricks. I don't think if you got to pay that much that money easy. to get into USC. I thought USC was Ivy League. What are you talking no. about? <laughs> yeah, no, I don't oh, think so. Oh boy! Woo. Here we go. Oh boy! All right, so we got Robert Steinbeck. We got Chris here today. Chris, you came in today, and you're going to be my new ask the attorney. I love it. Thank you, Dave Ellsworth, you for know, having me on. He's this is something that I've tried to do at every station I've ever worked in because people want good legal advice. Right. right? Can you can you deal in any aspect? You got it. I can do it. I General mean, practice. If you've just called the carpet company that cleans your rugs, you know, and you said, can you get out blood? You need to call today and talk to Chris. <laughs> That's right. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. All right. Let me give you the number, 823-0965. 823-0965. If you're watching on Facebook, you can call too. 501-823-0965. Now, you've got your license here in Arkansas. You got it anywhere else in the United States? No, just in Arkansas. Okay, so if you're calling... From New York, well, Rob might be able to help help you. He lives <laughs> in New York at times, so he might be able to help you. But bottom line is, you got a legal question. Here's your opportunity. You look like you ate a lemon today, Roberts. Well, I had to drive down to the Dave Ellswick show. No, so. that was it, huh? <laughs> no. I got to no. give up my Friday afternoon. No, no, no. No. It just, has it been a bad day? Has it been a bad first week? No, You're back at school now. Yeah, you know, it, it, they have this crazy idea where they want you to work in exchange for payment. <laughs> Who came up with that? Okay, so when you walk in, uh, yeah. Chris, I'm I'm not forgetting about you. No, all no, right? no, I mean, it's hard. It. It's hard to it's forget. It's so fun uh, on the Chris show. Corbett. You know, maybe we yeah. should make up a poster. Chris Corbett, ask the attorney. CCAA. <laughs> That's good, right? CCAA. Chris so, Corbett, ask the attorney. I gotta ask you though, Robert. Yeah. When you when you go to your classes, mm-hmm. and you're te- you're teaching about evidence this year. That's and right. What evidence else was it? and corporations. Okay. And are are these like core classes that yeah. people got to take. Okay. Yeah. So one's they, required. Ooh, yeah, those are the heavy classes. These are the heavy classes. Yeah. Well, one's required. One's a bar class. So essentially required. Okay. So bar classes at uh, means corporations. It's right. Okay. That's right. But you better know how to deal with evidence if you intend to be either a prosecutor or a defense lawyer because it can win or lose cases. If you're going to be in court, you have to know the rules of evidence. All right, so you get all these, you get these like, uh, you know, these people have already got their degrees in college. They come walking in, they sit down, they already think they know everything because they've watched television and stayed at Holiday Inn. And they they look at you and you just, what do you say to them and burst your bubble right at the beginning? <laughs> I know yeah. you do this. Oh, gosh. Because you know, you're just that they, way. I, I think they I, ask them, 
Have you watched Perry Mason? <laughs> I don't have a sardonic bone in my body, Dave. No, I don't know what you're uh-uh. talking about. No, no satire in, from no, this man. I will never tell a joke in class. I, it's all deadpan the whole two hours straight. <laughs> no breathing, just straight lecture for two hours. Okay. You don't buy it. Well, I don't. Because uh-huh. I know better. Look, for the most part, the students really are incredibly bright people. And I come in and I tell them that... I'm here to teach him these topics. You so know, I, shut up and understand I know everything. Well, it's interactive. But, you know, the truth <laughs> is that I don't know everything, but I hope that I know more than they do because they're paying me to teach them. That's right. So if if I didn't know more than they do, listen, I pay people who know more than me. You know, you had yesterday, was it yesterday Ed Monk was on the show? Yeah. Ed Monk is a firearms trainer. And uh, he's trained me. Did you he's, hear him yesterday? I did. He's trained wow, Chris. he was great yesterday. He's fantastic. Ed's awesome. So, he, did, know, he did a whole thing about background checks and why oh, they're yeah. just nice. ridiculous. Ed's a graduate of the uh, West, military, Point. West Point Military Academy, served in the U.S. Army for 20, 25 years. Desert he's a, Storm. He's a, he was in Desert Storm. He's a police officer. So there's a guy who knows more than me. And that's why. Not about guns. Well, but of course, it's always about something, right? Nobody knows everything about everything. And so I... Whoa, 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 wait a second. Right. You're on my show, dude. Right. The Dave Ellswick, right? <laughs> Go ahead. O- omniscient and omnipotent at the same That's time. That's right. right, absolutely. There's no I'm not question. God yet. I am. That's right. I don't try. Well, don't say that because, you know, uh, what's his name? Trump got in trouble because he said he was the chosen one. Oh, oh no. no. Oh, no. Watch out. Watch out. How dare... By the way, for years, people, I, I know I'm going to go off topic for a minute, right? But, you, but you're going to enjoy it so that I'll make up for That's it. That's what I like about my show. Right. <laughs> so as you and your audience know quite well, because we talk about it all the time, Dave, I'm Jewish. I'm happy to be Jewish. I'm proud to be Jewish. As you uh, well know, you're Christian and you're happy and proud to be Christian. And we get along great. And, yes. and um, Chris is a Christian as well. And we get along great. Uh, I, I'm Jewish uh, largely because I was born Jewish and I'm perfectly happy that that's the outcome. So when the president says that Jews have a, a special obligation regarding the state of Israel, it's the same way as saying if you are um, Catholic, you have a special obligation regarding the Vatican. Or if you're French, when the uh, no- Notre Dame just burned down, it may have more importance to you. There should be no surprise. That is not anti-Semitic uh, to recognize. It's just, that's as anti-Semitic as to say that a dentist is more concerned about the laws that deal with dentistry. He would be an anti-dentite, right? No. Um, so <laughs> that was a long setup for that punchline, by the way. Uh, so, uh, but, but, but this is what kills me about the left is right now, the anti-Semitic movement is in the Democratic Party. Yeah. Now, that's just clear, folks. Yeah. Everybody knows it, too. Let me, let me be clear. It wasn't always that way. No. In the in the In the 60s, 60s definitely wasn't that way. In the 60s, if you were Jewish, you were, had, you were more welcomed by the Democrats than you were by the Republicans. Mm-hmm. As a whole. As a whole. But that's not the case anymore. Right now, if you want to be welcomed... One, because you believe in God. Two, because you have firm beliefs rooted in the Bible. 
And three, because you believe that the Jewish state of Israel has a right to exist. It's more than that. It is (laughs) imposed upon the world by God's will. Yeah, that's even better. And if you don't believe that, go to the Democratic Party. Mm -hmm. That's it. But if you believe it, there's only one party that's going to have you. And that's the Republican Party. And that's what Trump was saying. All you do is defend Trump. No. No, I don't think Trump has made uh, mistakes, said wrong things. By the way, so have I. But that notwithstanding. Very seldom. Well, you know, there was a time I was mistaken about being wrong. That's right. That's right. right. (laughs) You were wrong about being wrong? Wrong about being wrong. So now I'm right. Yeah. Uh, But I was wrong then. So... Folks, it's a joke. Yes. Work with me here. Yeah. Work with me. It like it. It's good. Oh, it's a good goodness. joke. But yeah, here's yeah. the thing. I agree with Trump, though, when he said, if you're Jewish and you're voting for a Democrat, you're treasonous to your to the nation of Israel. Look, look That's at, true. It's who's, a fact. Who's talking about, right? Who's talking about tearing up the nation of Israel? Which party did not veto an anti-Israel resolution at the end of the administration, hint, hint, Obama. Yep. Republicans don't do that. Trump moved the embassy to Jerusalem. Why? Because that's the capital of Israel. Trump recognized the annexation by Israel of the Golan Heights, an area of land in the north next to Syria. Because gosh knows... Syria's so safe, we, we want to be right up against him, yeah, right? Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Right? And so, and Omar and Talib are calling Israel a racist state. Why? Because it's a Jewish state. Mm. Every, That's the only reason. Virtually every Arab state is a Muslim state. But Israel can't be a Jewish state. God said it's a Jewish state. There's no choice but for it to be a Jewish state. And then when when Israel talks about, well, maybe we could come to some accommodation uh, with the Arabs, uh, the Arabs say, sure, you create a separate state next to you, and we call it Palestine. All right, you call it whatever you want. It's not my state, right? And by the way, a bunch of Arabs are going to want to move to Israel. Oh, no, no, you you made a mistake. You mean they'll want to move to the new state of Palestine. No! No! They say, hey, create a state for us next to Israel, call it Palestine, and then let us move into Israel. Wait, what? (laughs) Wait, what? Because, see, what they want to do is they want to overwhelm Israel to take over Israel in addition to what would be a newly created state of Palestine. It's just nonsense. And so, here's the deal. No deal! (laughs) That's the deal. No deal. And when you want to wake up and get rational, we can start to negotiate. Otherwise, no deal. No deal. (laughs) So the way it goes. The way it works. All right. reason we brought Robert in and Chris in, Chris is my new Ask the Attorney. I do this, like I said, at every radio station I'm at, so you can get good legal advice now he can't solve your legal problems while he's talking to you on the air but he'll tell you legally what the law says all right and what you might want to do 
and I'll have my first question for him when I come back here in just a moment. We've got to get a break in. We're at 20 after 4 on the Dave Ellswick Show. Here we go. We're back. We're just sitting here talking about Nighthawk guns. That's a great, great handgun. Now, you pay a premium price for $4,999. And you wait. 1911. And you wait like six weeks or something. Your, well, your dad has one, right, Chris? Yeah. It's all handmade. It's Every part is like, not machine made. Yeah, handmade. I think they call it billeted out of one piece of metal. Yeah. It's nice. amazing. It yeah. is amazing. I need to get those guys down here. I need call, to get a hold of Ballinger. Those, uh, they call those uh, tack drivers. You can drive a tack, like, what, 25 yards? By shooting. Oh, shoot, shooting the shoot tack. tack. Yeah. Tech driver. Okay, so Chris, let me draw your attention to behind you. Yes. All the way behind you. Oh. You got to turn your, yeah, you got to play the exorcist. You got to spin your head around. You see, look at my, look at my new shirt up there. You see my new shirt? What? You like that? Very nice. You like that? Yes. All of you on uh, Facebook, check it out. The new uh, Donald Trump. 2020 shirt that I got. I, I love your whole setup. And you're not John f- Wayne. You're not you going to find. I'm just going to say you're not going to find that. Hey, next next week when you come in, Sarah Palin's going to be moving. Probably. She's going over here to the right. <laughs> of course, going she to the right. She's a little tight with the race car. Yeah, right? she's liking Mr. Petty there. <laughs> and then we're going to move uh, Ronald over there by the Betsy Ross flag. Going to put him up. I got to do a little work on him. I got to got to give him a a one by four. On the back side of him because these cardboard cutouts are coming apart as over the years. But anyway, Ronald will be in the picture all the time because he's the greatest Republican president. Now I'll get an argument about Lincoln. Nah, no, no comparison. Ronnie was the best. Just so you know, I went to both of his inaugurations. Yeah, did you really? Mm-hmm. He's an amazing guy. Were you there for both of his speeches? Well, the second one was, uh, it was too cold, so they had to do it in the Capitol. So we had to watch it on a monitor because I didn't have, I didn't have, nobody had tickets to the Capitol except the, you know, the elected officials. All right. Those guys, don't you kind of feel sorry about them? They sit behind everybody and you know that the cameras are watching the person talking, but they can see you when you put your finger in your nose. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) I'm just saying they can do that. All right. Here's the question I wanted to start it off with. How do you make sure you get good, Chris, legal counsel? Good legal advice? Yes. Well, the first thing I think you should do if you know, you're know you non-lawyer and you've got a case, um, make some phone calls and and you know talk to the attorney and ask for a free consultation. Okay. And in that, in that I mean, the attorney's going to he's going to listen to your case and say, "Okay, I think you have a case or you you don't have a case." And um any attorney that says Hey, well, bring me five hundred bucks, and I'll look at your case. Uh, maybe not, mm-hmm. but but they need to. The attorney needs to advise. So make some phone calls, and um, you want to make an appointment to come see him. But you you should be able to tell an attorney over the phone. Hey, I've got this. Do you have? Can I schedule a time to to, to tell you about my case? Can I email you a few documents? Can do you have fifteen minutes to uh, evaluate my case? That's what that's what I would do. Um and um. You know that, that gives you a way of saying, okay, yeah, he's giving me good advice, and and maybe do it with a, do it with another attorney, and you can actually you can be a grandmaster champion, right? Move, you, you go to one room, play a grandmaster champion in chess, you take you you make a move, and then go to the other guy, 
okay. the grandmaster to walk into that room and make the exact move that that guy said. Right? And, and attorneys won't get upset. Hey, well, another attorney told me this. You know, I'm consulting two attorneys now. And, and um, you, you should be able to do that in a, in a minimal amount of time to make some phone calls. And there's also their specialty areas. Um, the two legally designated specialty areas are patent law and admiralty law. We, we don't have much admiralty law here in Arkansas because we don't have an ocean, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but um, Or a great sea. But um, uh, I, I would be leery of just going off advertising, um, honestly, because there's a lot of good attorneys that don't advertise. All right. I'm going to stop you there. Stop me. I'm going to pick you up after the news. Right on. Dave is in Nashville. He wants a question when we come back. Excellent. If you have a question for Chris, 8230965, legal question, any legal question, here's your opportunity on the Dave Ellswick Show. All right. Time for the first question for Chris for Ask the Attorney. Dave is in Nashville. Hello, Dave. How are you? And what's your question? I'm doing good. Uh, my question has to do with uh, estate, settling an estate. Estates, yes. okay. Okay. Uh, uh, the estate lawyer released uh, has released the estate to be dispersed by the oh shoot the executors back the first of July, and there hasn't been anything dispersed. And I wondered, is there a time limit on that? Or how does that work? So you're you're one of the beneficiaries, is that, is that yeah. what you're And and you want to know when you're getting your money? Yeah. Well, I, I I'm needing it to pay some bills. Yeah. Right on. So the so okay. So what you're asking is as a you know probate of an estate, um, anything that has to do with that money must be approved by the court. Okay. So he it sounds like all the inventory has been done, which has been approved by the court. And um, now they're asking to close the estate. In order to close the estate, they will disperse the funds. So what he's probably told you is he's he's had a hearing or he submitted the paperwork on July 1st, and he's waiting for the judge to authorize the disbursement. And um, if the letter if, I received said that it, that they were that the lawyer was going to tell the executors to start disbursement on July 1. Oh, fantastic. So yeah, but, so have, you, but it's been it's almost September one, oh. and nothing's been done. So yeah, I that, didn't know if there was a. Well, I mean, technically, is there a time? I mean, ten days. There's not anything in the law that says it has to be dispersed soon enough. But that would make me start wondering. Well, hey, where where are the funds? Um, were you privy to yeah. the um, um, the accounting filed in the estate? I, mean, I was not privy to the accounting. Okay. I, there was no amount. There were no amounts given, exact amounts given, but I was given a copy of the will. Oh, okay then. Well, all those, you know, those documents are going to be public, and if you're a beneficiary, you'd have a right to inspect all that stuff. So, um, you you should get your money shortly. There should there's not a. So should he make a call? To- Absolutely, yeah. So make make a call to first your executor, and then and is that is that either a brother or a sister? Someone that you know. Aunt. Oh, an aunt. Okay. Aunt's, uh, my, my father passed, and as a result, I was a beneficiary of that. Yes. So yeah, call your aunt and say, hey, I thought the estate was closed, and just you know, see what she says. Okay. All right. I appreciate it. You're very welcome. All right. Appreciate your call. Yeah. I mean, if somebody, if somebody has been 
made an executor. Right. They're the ones that has to take care of this. That, that, that executor is going to have the checkbook. And if they're not, then you have every right. If they said starting July 1st, well, we're getting close to the end of August. Uh, that's right. I would be calling and saying, well, where are we on this? And, uh, you know, try to get, you know, I understand. Look, I've been privy Mm-hmm. to some family squabbles and other families right. and you may think that everybody loves everybody until money's involved that's right i'm just saying i'm being All honest right. you know but you got to stand up for yourself on this one you got to make that call because sounds like to me they're not going to make the call to you well there's one interesting thing that he wasn't privy to the accounting he he should have been um had a copy of or there was a time to object to that accounting and that accounting would have shown, um, you know, what the funds were there. Now, there's an exception to that. Um, if it's uh, a small estate, there may not have been a formal accounting because it costs money. Okay. Right? So, so why spend all that money on accounting? So, yeah, you know, he may have waived it, and not even known it. He may have waived the accounting. For instance, when my mother passed, right. all right, my dad had, you know, was first to go, then my mom went, and then dad and mom weren't. Uh, rich people by any stretch of imagination, the only thing they left was a house behind. Yeah. And they had set up this deal with some people to buy the house, and they were paying back to my mom and dad right. X amount of dollars right. right a month. And so John Paul, my oldest brother, was the executor, and he says, Davey, how do you want to do this? And asked Donnie the same thing. And I said, let them just keep making their payments. That's fine. And so we just rotated the payment to each of us. Nice. It's a good idea. Yeah. Absolutely. No big deal. You know, no big deal whatsoever. Now, in an estate where there's a lot of money, for instance, if you're the executor right now of uh, uh, Coke, that just David Coke, who just passed away today, and he was worth $50.1 billion. Yeah. We're talking some real cash here. Yeah. They, that kind of money, they've got real fancy estate documents. That's they're, what I'm saying. Yeah. They're shuffling that money off to different trusts and different accounts and um, to avoid taxes. There's a lot of money. You know, they could round there. that 50.1 just to 50. I'll take the point. One. Right. Yeah. I'll take the point. One. What's that, 10 million? Yeah, yeah. I'll take that on the side. I read a story today about him. I'm big, big fan of david coke i mean mm-hmm. he's a he now he was big l libertarian he was yeah. not a quote c conservative no no he's there's libertarian. a big, big difference sure. there open borders but you there's know, abortion rights right? things that right. but anyway he had given 1.9 now these at the left talks about how he's destroying people and you know communities and all he gave 1.9 billion dollars to cancer research wow alone oh he he's a whole there was a whole educate there is a whole educational institute from the Koch brothers cato institute there's cato but there's also the the Koch foundation yes they they fund all americans sorts, for prosperity uh, right i forgot about that they were affiliated they give the Koch brothers give all sorts of important money for intellectual pursuits yes it's not a political. They do. They, may, they may do political stuff, but they do intellectual pursuits. They're really admirable. They believe. They live it. They believe in it. freedom. That's right. They believe in freedom. Yes, they do. That's exactly right. Absolutely. Unlike the left, an yeah. the left does not believe in freedom. Yeah. Yeah. Did you hear Matt Smith on today? He was, no. 
he was he was kind of joking with me, and so he was asking questions of me. And he said, uh, he, he goes, he says, what would the left have to give to you, Ellswick, uh, for you to okay background checks, you know? And I said, well, here, I'll just name one thing. And if they'll do this one thing, if they'll pass the law for this one thing, I'll let them have background checks. He said, what? I said, make abortion illegal. And he looked at me, laughed, you know. He says, good answer. I said, yeah, because we both know that ain't going to happen. <laughs> that ain't going to That's their holy sacrament, abortion is. I mean, come on. All right, so we're doing ask the attorney if you've got a state, you've got a state law, you've got divorce law, you've got family law, you got there's all kind. What other kind of law have I if I miss criminal law? Right. What other things have I missed out? I'm actually a patent attorney too. Okay, patent law. Patent law. Invention. Chris is Chris is a Freedom of Information Act attorney. He is my Freedom of Information Act That's attorney. Right. But and the reason I found him was. He may be, he partnered with one other guy, and I think the two of them are the only guys who may have successfully defended a criminal FOIA case in circuit court. That's right. Right? Rodney Ford, he was the previous head of the Metropolitan Housing Authority. Okay. Yeah, and it's the only criminal case that's been brought, criminal negligence case that's been brought in the state of Arkansas for allegedly... He was acquitted, by the way. Yeah, found, Allegedly found not violating. Uh, by the, the way, FOIA. I, mm-hmm. I, from the news that I read, uh, Chris is an even better attorney. Meaning, <laughs> man, you know, it's one thing to acquit a guy who wasn't anywhere near improper behavior. Right. It's another thing to get the guy off when, boy, oh boy, something's rotten in the bottom you of look that like pan. a slam right? dunk, huh? Uh, and Chris and his partner got the guy off. So. That's that's why I hired Chris to be my FOIA lawyer. Not that I'm a, a, a defendant. I'm a plaintiff, to be clear. I, I seek records. Uh, and Chris... That's right. Yeah. And and, he, and what Rodney Ford, he didn't turn all the records over, so basically. But I can't I can't take all the credit. I, I tag-teamed it with um, retired Judge Marion Humphrey. Okay. So it was, a, it was a jury trial. It was good. All right. So here's the phone number, 501-823-823. Zero nine six five, Chris, and since he's here, Robert will step in and take your calls and give you. Are you ready for this? Because they are attorneys. Free, free. It's my favorite four-letter word. That starts with F. Free <laughs> legal advice. It's my third favorite, but I won't give. <laughs> I won't give. Any legal advice, but I'll I'll be sure to share my uh, unfettered opinions. Your opinions on all of it. But the phone lines are open to you. Eight two three zero nine six five. Your your question could be next here on the Dave Ellswick Show. All right. So I didn't go anywhere, but I am back uh, here on the Dave Ellswick Show. One zero one one FM. The answer. Let's get back to the phones. Chris is in North Little Rock. Real estate question for you, uh, okay, Chris. We got Chris and Chris. So, Chris, that's the caller. It's your question. Uh, good afternoon, sir. Yeah, hey, Chris. go ahead. Okay, uh, I'll, I'll try to be as quick as possible. Uh, okay. I bought a house in '96. Uh, it was my grandmother. She passed away. My uncle lives. Her son lives behind the house. Uh, about. 
2012, I bought a priest the property beside his house, behind my house. Okay. Okay. Uh, it got surveyed, and the survey said his line, uh, his he had an old fence there, and it's on my property. So I I told my uncle I said, hey, this is what the survey guy said. Oh, he's wrong. Uh, that's my property. So I didn't, you know, he was nice about it. We didn't argue or anything. So, I, you know, he's my uncle. He's not going to mess me over. Right. Well, uh, a few years went by. Uh, I'm in the military. I did another deployment, come back from that. And uh, about three years ago, well, while I was gone, my aunt passed away. So he moved to another town, uh, a house that he has, and now he's renting this house out. So I had another uh survey done by a totally different company okay they come out with the same i went to the courthouse got the uh uh layout of you know where the property lines are the plan yeah. yes sir uh it said the same thing i tell my uncle this he sends me a some kind of a survey that was done like 20 years ago that shows different and the sur- I showed that to the surveyor at that time. He said, well, it looks to him like he took a loan out on his land and got the survey done for more than what, you know, the land he actually owned. Wow. So, and my uncle, he, that was just a, his best guess. So my uncle refuses to give me the land back. And I did call a lawyer about it, and they, they said basically it's, Arkansas has the law of adverse possession. Right. Saying, you know, if he's got a fence on there for over seven years, he can claim it. Yeah. But I honestly, how logically right. All right. Let's... I mean, if I'm paying taxes on this land and he claims it. Yeah. Well, you've got, it sounds like you've got several issues going on. And the and there and there is something called adverse possession, but what what do you what's your goal? What do you want to do? You want the fence? You want the fence ripped up, uh, or do you want? Yes, sir. I want the fence gone and my land back. Right. It's a matter so, of principle. Now. Yeah. It's um, about twelve feet deep, sixty feet wide. Yeah. What? Say it again. Uh, I, the land is not much. It's right. about. 12 feet deep and 60 feet wide. Okay. Well, I mean... That's pretty There could big. be a gold mine on that land. Yeah, you it's never all, know. I mean, maybe a diamond mine, too. <laughs> but, um, so... I mean... Essentially, you're asking me, would you have a case to go get it? And, and yes, it sounds like you've yeah, got a viable case to go get it with a good survey, right? Um, now, there are going to be some defenses to that, Um even though he's rented it out, you would sue the current owner, which is your uncle. That might be that might be some hardship. And um, that's fine. Yeah. So, um, it, and then from there, it, how much is it? Is it worth? Can he pay some money? How much? I mean, you you could have a court order him to tear a fence up, and then he might. But then he might have um, adverse possession. You know, to kind of. Yeah, seven years. So on the the seven years, he, he very well may have gained that land through adverse possession due to the prior owner. Does that make sense? But you bought yes. it. When you bought it, did you see that fence there? I mean, it's not like it was. He was hiding yeah. the fence, right? When you yeah, saw the fence, there. it's kind of there's a lot of wood. 
Yeah. There's a oh. lot of woods in between our house. Oh, okay. See, I'm picturing so, really I'm picturing a fence next to a driveway, open, and oh, no, you, can, you can see it, and it's made out of cedar, and it's painted white. You're talking about a fence buried up in some woods with uh, some bob wire that's rusted out. Well, it is in, in the woods, and it's just a, a chain link fence that he put up by itself. It's just, you know, yeah, and then, nothing. So, yeah, and then what you've got is some, some issues of fact there. You, it'd probably go to trial. When was that fence put up? Um, who put it up? Was it there when he bought it? Um, there's some. No, he has to. Yeah, he has to. Right. Correct, but he may well, have a, the attorney I talked to yeah. told me it's probably I have a fifty fifty shot. Am I is that worth at least five thousand dollars attorney fees? Well, so that's the next question. You you can you know, you, you can sue in court, but is it is it worth it financially? Um right. you know, how much is that land an acre? Would you wanna say it's my land, Mr. Uncle and want you can leave your fence there, but you have to pay me X amount of dollars for it, right? So you've got some options, right? And um, um, yeah, that that's a little ha- that's a little hairy right there. Um, but you, yeah, it, it, and then I would say the other attorney was right. You have fifty fifty chance. Um, and then what is it worth? Okay. All right. Does that help? Any? Thank you. Th- Does that help? Bill, yes, Bill, Bill? Thank Thank All you, Chris. Right. We're, We're gonna, gonna let you in. go. Then. We're out of time here. I got to. I got to move. Uh, right. Move on. But bottom line is, is that sounds like to me, it's not that big of a piece of property. If it's going to cost you five grand to get it, I mean, what what would be the sales tax? But Chris, the, what would be the, right. the property tax on that? Probably not. A tell lot, him. Right. Tell him to pay the property tax on it. But Chris, the the other attorney referenced um, adverse possession, but adverse right. possession doesn't occur automatically right the if the if the uncle wants that land that's not on his plat then he has he had to go at some point after whatever the time frame was to to court to claim it under adverse possession or does it happen automatically well it wouldn't happen automatically right so you so right now yeah. there's no there if that if it doesn't happen automatically and he didn't go to court he hasn't adversely possessed it has he right so if, if chris were to file suit right. here's what would go down he'd file suit and say I'm putting a fence up. Uh, your, your fence is on my land. Uh, instead I'm of going down out there, the fence. Yeah, I'm going to take, instead of taking self-help, you know, if he's out there ripping it up and the guy right. shows up with a shotgun, Right. okay, is it worth getting shot over? So he goes to court. So he goes to court. File right. suit. I, right. want, I want you to take the fence up. Uh, he you know, submits the survey and says, that's my land. Your, your fence yeah, is on, my, is on land. my land. Then the other guy would say, oh, well, okay, he'd hire an attorney and say, well, no, I own that land. And he brings a survey, and it may be not right, right? His survey shows right. that he doesn't own land. Right. But there's been a fence there for so long. Right. At that point, he would say, well, I own this land because through adverse possession. Because I put a fence up open and hostile. There's, I think, seven elements of adverse possession. Um, so it, it would be it'd be, it'd be be in front of a judge. It would be an issue of fact. And um, But, no, it actually, if the survey says he doesn't own it, he may not own it right now. And the fence may very well be on this guy's land, um, and he's got some countervailing winds. I tell you this: uh, if if someone did that to me and I was aware of it, I'd pay. And I had the money, I'd pay it because I wouldn't let somebody steal my land. Right, right. So if I lost, I well, lost. he made a statement. Right, it's a matter of principle. Right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So yeah, I, well, you got true. a fistful of dollars in principles. Right. Uh, but by the will. way, five. What do you, what would you charge 
to handle a case like that. You know, on something like that, I, I would probably shoot a flat fee. Yeah. But um, and what kind know, of fee would you charge? That would go to trial. So you're yeah. looking at maybe you know seven, ten thousand dollars, seven thousand, ten thousand yeah. dollars. Yeah. Um, and and what's it before trial? To all the pre-trial work. If if, if it didn't go to trial, if it settled, if you could do it on a settle, well, yeah. that, that you don't know if it would settle, but no, I know. You, but you, you charge can, one rate prior to the trial, and then the additional if it goes to trial, right? Right, right. Yeah. Well, that's right. And then um, so you, you could you could do several ways. You could do it hourly. Um, you could do um, probably not a contingency. Maybe try to set up a flat fee. Say I'm willing. I'm willing to go to trial. Can, can you get me to trial for five grand? And maybe that attorney said, okay, maybe I can get you to trial for five thousand dollars. All right, let's get a break. When we come back, we'll talk more about this because what you guys just talked about is kind of interesting right. in and of itself. Yeah, how, how the, Got how a the legal tough. question? Something about a divorce or something? 823-0965, the Dave Ellswick Show. All right, into the final hour of this week's Dave Ellswick Shows, and it's Ask the Attorney. You got a legal question, and I'm going to set this as soon as we get off the air today. I'll be taking Chris to my office and looking at the September calendar, and we'll pick a day, a Friday, when he'll come back in and uh, answer legal questions. We're Fantastic. Going to, we're going to make this a, a, a monthly thing for him to do. Now, we might have to watch it in December because it's the holidays and all that kind of crap, and it makes it difficult. But at least for September, October, November, and then back in January. And uh, I appreciate you doing this, Chris. Thank you, sir. I really, really do. And I think I, it's a big help. Look, I got I got to know Chris. He came to the Capitol several times this year. He was working on pieces of legislation. He was working on a specific one dealing with landlords right. uh, that was going on. And the Municipal League was trying to rape them over the coals. And uh, he helped stop it. Thank you. We did. Yeah, you. That, who was the... Who was the, the, the senator that you guys worked with on that on oh, stopping it i, yeah. I, I, don't, I remember don't remember because yeah. i think it was more a question of well the guy the guy that had it kept changing it oh the jonesboro guy yeah i, for, I forget a, his name kind of a new guy yeah and he brought up like the third or the fourth uh changes and robin lundstrom who was on that committee just ripped him apart in the yeah, committee she, she was very good She's excellent. Man. That's right. That's right. It was Robin. Yeah. Right. Oh, I remember this so well because Paul Calvert was yes. hugely, you know, Involved into in that. that. Right. You know. So yeah, that was a that was an interesting piece of legislation and skullduggery that was going on. Right. I got an email from somebody recently because the ASU case was just dismissed because the Dave Ellswick free speech bill was passed. Yeah. Now I'm not sure I would necessarily have to dismissed it. I'm not a judge, so but nonetheless, but the Dave Ellswick free speech bill, which Chris helped work on as well, made some dramatic changes. Of course, we had we got a lot of things done this past legislature, right. uh, leg, you know, legislature, yeah. legislature, uh, and uh, we got the bill passed that there was some discrepancy about whether cops can carry their guns openly uh, while off duty in uniform and so we got that passed so that some folks who didn't like cops carrying guns kind of odd isn't it uh that that was taken care of we got a few other things passed uh, smaller bills uh p 
pieces of bills and changes. And then we also stopped some bad legislation, uh, such as uh, uh, excessively regulating the marketplace in, in various ways. Of course, someone who's very good regarding the issue of the free market, as you know, Dave, is Dan Sullivan, who's going to be He was running. just on my show. Was he? Tuesday. No, I, didn't, I didn't catch it. Dan is, is, is wonderful when it comes to the free market. And, of course, by the way, folks, we have generally a free market, but there, we, we are regulated. There's no question about that. So when you hear the lefty say, oh, my gosh, you can't let a free market run wild. No free market runs wild. The, the question is whether you regulate a market out of existence. And that has happened quite a bit. Think about this. In the 50s, uh, folks would go into a pharmacy and they'd have a, a soda, soda counter and they would serve you a milkshake or something. And as the minimum wage went up, they couldn't afford to do it. So it, it wasn't, oh, wow, those people are going to make more money. No, those people <laughs> made no money. Yeah. Because they did away with it. Yep. And now, so soda not, jerk, there's very right. few soda jerks around. That's right. right. Now there's just jerks. <laughs> um, and they're all on the left. And there you go. Um, so you just need to be aware of what the consequences of feel-good policies are. Don't get me wrong. If you increase the minimum wage and you don't lose your job, you're better off. So it's just a question of which basket you fall into. Well, wasn't it Reagan? Reagan was um, criticizing how government treats businesses, right? Oh, absolutely. Like if if it's moving, tax it. Right. If, if it's, it's still moving, yeah. If it's still moving, uh, regulate it. Well, if it quits moving, subsidize it. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe we need to subsidize soda jerks. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. What happened to them? Reagan was Who knows so what happened to them? Yeah. Right. Yeah. They probably went into a government training program. Exactly. Um, I was talking, we were talking about Jerry Spence during the break. That's right. Can I tell you something about Jerry Spence yeah. I did not know? Yes. Here it is. Now, he lives in Laramie, Wyoming. Mm-hmm. He is 90 years old now. Wow, good for him. Here's what he says. He has never lost a criminal case. He has never lost a uh, as prosecutor or as defense attorney. Nice. Never lost. He has not lost a civil case since 1969. <laughs> and you were wondering, you were saying, that who, 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 who was that? I'm trying to get a good picture of him here for you. Now that you, now that you mentioned where he's from, I've got one of his books. Okay, which one? Do it's you like have? how do you how to argue? Okay, he's got win your case. Right, that's his one, and that's how to argue like a lawyer. The making of a country lawyer from freedom to slavery is another one. Give me liberty is another good one. OJ, the last word, and seven simple steps is another one of it. He's a great writer. That dude, if I could ever get my lunch deal going again, I wonder if he even goes out and present. He did a TED talk about it a year ago. Did I wonder. Really? I wonder. I if looked he, that up. I love TED talks. I wonder if he would come and and talk about law. You'll remember him on TV. He was the guy that wore the buckskin coat with the yeah. fringes. With the fringe, right? Yeah, and he was one of the toughest hombres around when it came to the law. He was right. good. You he just good. you don't wear a buckskin coat. You just buck naked with lunch. <laughs> <laughs> what can I tell you? All right, we'll tell you. I had a guy write an eight-page letter on one of those legal pads, the yellow ones, front and back, about why he hated my show. 
and he sent it to me. And one of them was one time I was on Big Dave's show and we were talking and he was he was asking me if I if I wore briefs or I, I wore uh, boxers. Boxers, yeah. And I said I typically go commando. <laughs> And this guy, one of his reasons he didn't like me is because he doesn't even wear underpants. <laughs> Those are the best listeners. Uh, they never they never turn off the radio you show. You know what? And that's a true story because Howard Stern in Private Parts in the movie, uh, in, the, in the book that he wrote, had the research that showed people who loved him listened an hour a day. People who hated him listened three hours a day. Wow. All right. So like they could it. just hear what he was saying that ticked them off so badly. <laughs> but uh I read that guy's letter on the on the radio that day and it was hilarious. I I just had a fun time reading that. If you want to send me letters that you hate me, please do. I'll take them right here at at 1011 FM well, the answer. You'll Send read them, them on me. the show. I will. I'll absolutely. read it. I will It makes I for good radio. Absolutely, I will absolutely read them. You know, you can tell me how big of a jerk and how stupid I am. I don't care. I'm the one that's got the microphone, not you. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. Ask the attorney. Phone lines are open, 823-0965. No, this is the first time. Typically takes two or three times to get everybody to relax. Any legal question you have, we've had one on real estate. We've had one on estates. If you got a question in those areas, feel free. You want to talk about child custody? We can talk about that. You want to talk about a divorce uh, case? We can talk about that. Just can't use names, all right? Not allowed to use names here on the Dave Ellswick Show. All right, back with you. But anyway, they played a teletype in the back of the newscast. Yeah. And that uh, gives you that feel of the newsroom is right I got to hear that sound. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like that sound. Yeah, look up look up on uh YouTube uh teletype sound. See if you can get that so we can play for Chris so he'll hear it. <laughs> All right. You know what I hated about him? What? You always had to change the ribbon in it. And you get oh. that blue crap all over your hands all right. the time. We used to have do you remember goop? You take it that still to, exists. Put it put it on your hands and it take off. I looked like for some the other day. Stuff. I looked for some the other day. Yeah, I'm just telling you. Yeah. yeah, we used to use that to take off the ribbon stuff. My, yes, you got it. Give it to me. Go ahead. <laughs> you remember that sound? Back, yeah, that's it. That was what you played for the, in the back of the news. Nice. You don't do that now because they don't have those anymore. It's all computerized, no. and computers don't sound the same. Here's what a computer sounds like. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so you can't play that in back of the news. Anyway, yeah, that's back in the day. Fifty years. He was Chris was asking me about my first jobs. There's a big fifty on the radio. desk. Yeah. I said, "What's fifty? Yeah, they anyway. like fifty years on the radio. Eight two three zero nine six five. I want your call right now. I surely. You've got a legal question. Free Everybody has legal questions. I don't have a legal question. Don't be scared. Stop, ask, stop calling me Shirley. We're, <laughs> we're not going to send you a bill. All right. 823-0965. 823-0965. I know there are guys that are listening to this show right now that you think that you're being taken to the cleaners <laughs> in a divorce court. Have you done divorce cases as well, Chris? I have some, yeah. done some divorces. Yeah. Yeah. Here's, here's the key. Is it a true statement 
that women get the better deals in divorce Ooh, me too me too uh <laughs> i just got that yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well you know there there used to be a i think 50 60 years ago there used to be this presumption that um all the children need their mom i I think children need their mother, and the child, you know, did the woman have a leg up on custody? It's not so anymore. There's stay-at-home dads out there. And um, so did they get a better deal? Maybe, because they may not have the job. But there's there's lots of ways to look at that. Um, who, who's the breadwinner? Um, so, no, it's not the case anymore. Okay. All right. Well, I'm glad you can say that, because right. there's still a lot of men that feel like when they go for the judge and divorce court uh you're you're at a disadvantage because you're you've got the dna you got toxic masculinity going against you well buddy of mine told me the best said, look just give her the gold and you keep the gold mine okay just give her the gold yeah you keep the gold <laughs> mine right what was the jaja gabor used to say i do real estate i get married i get divorced i keep the house <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of the, the way that, that she did goes. i think she did well in the divorces she had no sh- yeah <laughs> yeah five six of them oh seven. Oh, seven. <laughs> okay seven of them yeah she did do well so in our I, let's let me just ask some questions yeah. in arkansas is it really is, is, you you get married you decide to get divorced it's going to be a 50-50 split of property. Right. That's right. Is that true? 50-50. That's right. Okay. You That uh, somebody's going to pay support. Potentially. Okay. Right. How do you mean potentially? Well, if, if I'll just use myself as an example. If I, if my, if my wife put me through law school and um, she stayed home, raised the kids, and we, had, we got a divorce, um, would I owe her some money? Yeah, maybe for a certain amount of time. That happens in military divorces right where you have a woman who's a stay-at-home mom and and the guy is out you know serving his country she takes care of the kids and everything she gets part of his retirement that's right that's right so it's it's the judges do their best on on an equitable split on an equitable split and it's hard sometimes you can't cut a house in half so what do you do you sell the house and you split the cash yeah, remember that, <laughs> what? that movie, War of the Roses? Oh yeah, oh yeah. They they, they had tape. They divided the house in half. It was yeah. Michael Douglas and I forget Kathleen Turner. That was his wife, right? There's another one that's in my mind. Another good divorce movie that's in my mind. It's a something and something. Kramer versus Kramer. That's it. Oh yeah, that that's was Dustin it. Hoffman that's it. and Meryl Streep. That was that was more about the kid. Yeah, yeah. it yeah. was about yeah. the child. Absolutely. So eight two three oh nine six five. You got questions? I know, I know you have questions. That's why I'm starting this up again. But I also know that the first couple of shows are slow because right. number one, there's some of you thinking, "I'll call." No, people identify my, they know my 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 voice. You know that well, kind of stuff. Uh, let me ask you, Chris, you. You, of course, are an engineer. Right. Uh, and He's a renaissance guy. He is. He's a professional, a PE, right? Professional, professional engineer, engineer. Right. takes a... Mm-hmm. And so you do a lot of cases regarding construction. Correct. That kind of thing. That's And that and contract stuff, that's kind of your bread and right. butter. Right, correct. I represent material suppliers, um, liens, collections, 
patent law stuff, um, general civil litigation. But the patent law is different, right? The patent yeah, law is the, much more specialized. Yeah, the patent law is more um, transactional with the United States Patent and Trademark Office. Right. And, so. to, and to become a patent lawyer, it, there are very few patent lawyers because you have to hold a, a, a essentially a scientific degree, right? That's right. That's right. So if, I think there's 25 in the state of Arkansas. 25. And there may one be, of them. Right, that's right. And there may be five of them that actually practice patent law. There might be actually, I think it's up to 50 now. Right. But some of them have rolled off of the, the, um, the you know, the rolls. So. so for the specialty stuff like patent law, like FOIA, which we talked about earlier, right. it, uh, I know that you sometimes you charge flat rate, sometimes you charge contingency rate. Right. But if you're charging by the hour, if you're doing your bread and butter work, your uh, contracts, your construction, um, What's the rate on that? What's the rate on some more so, of the specialty stuff? Typical rate you can find typical rates of you know maybe a, a trade's been practicing five seven years maybe one hundred and seventy five an hour you get up into fifteen twenty years experience those those attorneys will be charging three hundred an hour and then for some of the more specialty stuff for you you up to around four five hundred dollars an hour I mean you go six hours uh, west of here and patent attorneys are charging nine hundred an hour a thousand an hour. Um, there's not a lot of patent work here, but it's a specialty and you can charge a premium for it. Um, so there's a, lots of different hourly rates for different types of work for, for attorneys. Well, uh, and for, for you, like you, what, your construction, I thought you said like around 350 Right, 350 And right. then, and so what would you charge for the patent work or the FOIA work? The patent work I like, for me, I like to do some, um, flat fees, but FOIA right. work, it could be 500 an hour, 350 an hour. Um, but, but it really... That's why it goes back to calling an attorney and ask for a, a consultation. Right. Say, so, hey, what, what are you going to charge me? And they'll they'll segue in. If a good attorney is going to segue into that, and um, and they may talk about what's the case worth to you, what's the value of it, and if you, of course, you know, hourly is the easiest way because you can't really say for sure what's going to happen. Well, what's the other? What's the opposing attorney going to do? Is he going to file a bunch of discovery? Is he going to make me do a bunch of work? So that there's always things that they're unknowns. But, but if you're charging three fifty for the conventional work, right. then the specialty work is yes. is gonna be more? Sure. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. It's kind of interesting for the simple reason. It's like my boy guy who takes care of it that basically everything he does is like a contingency thing. Right. You know, I take thirty percent. Right. Of whatever we well, and you do that too, right? Chris? Yeah, thirty-three sure. and a third. Right. Lots of attorneys that can they can calculate thirty-three and a third pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. That's the only calculation they can do. Is There's that not, is that where a lot of the problem came when they were looking at tort reform? Man, no. Well, you want to talk about tort reform? I think tort reform is absurd. What do you mean tort reform of what? Someone getting hurt? You want to put a cap on somebody um, getting hurt? That's crazy to me. And, you know, they claimed that that was going to make insurance rates go down. What happened? Nope. Insurance go insurance rates went up. So, you know, it, well, all it did is save the save the insurance company money on tour reform. Well, let's let's talk about that yeah. when we come back. We got news coming up. Eight, two, three, oh, nine, six, five, eight, two, three, oh, nine, six, five to ask Chris a question. All right, let's get back. Dave Ellswick show Gary from Hot Springs. What you got for us? I got two questions. All right. What, is, what, is, what do you think when somebody says the law? What does it, what does it mean to you when somebody says the law? The law. Okay. I like the law. All right. Okay. Now, what does somebody mean to you when they say the color of law? 
Ooh, the color of law. Admiralty Maritime Court System, the color of law. I don't know about that. You don't know what, about the color of law? The color of law. Uh-huh. Well, the, I thought, you know, I thought the, the law. Many, the Lady law. Justice is blind. Lady Justice is blindfold. Now, it's just when you talk about the law, you're talking about the Constitution. When you talk about the color of law, it's the Admiralty Maritime Court System that we live under here in the United States. No. Which is the law of the sea, actually. Okay. All right. So, anyway, bottom line, we're talking about under the Constitution. All right. That's what we're talking about. Now, we could have a full week's discussion about how far we have drifted away from the Constitution. Oh, man, Dave, let's just admit it. Does the Constitution say you can do background checks on the right to bear arms? Yeah, I mean, well, come on. I'm just, I'm just saying. We say could, that? we could no. sit and discuss this all week long. The guys that were here dealing with the um, the states, the some of the states that you know. Oh, the convention, convention of states. Of states. Yes, thank you for the word. Uh, That's to amend the Constitution. They, they would talk about. When you say the Constitution, they'd say, are you talking about the, the one that's 13 pages long, or are you talking about the one that's 10,000 pages long? Because there's two constitutions, basically. There's the Constitution, and then there's the Constitution with all of the different thoughts on every one of the articles that are in the Constitution. Oh, right. You know, all of the law that the, you know, that the, uh, courts have ruled on on the right. Constitution, so, and I said, "Well, I, when I think of the Constitution, I think of thirteen pages. That's what I think of, and that's why I'm an originalist. Okay, that's that's what I am. Well, I had this, uh, I'm uh, not a living document. Oh, well, a living document's nonsense. It's it's such a silly idea. I it's really just absurd. <laughs> you should feed it. Right? Yeah, feed it right. And all these leftists are like, "How could you not think it's a living document?" Because it's not, quite literally. Well, no, it's a big metaphor. Where did that metaphor. come from? Where did it come from? It came from the notion that we don't like what the Constitution says, so we want to import our own policy Life preferences. changes, and because it changes, the Constitution must change also. No. That's right. If yeah. you don't like it, there's a method to change it. It's the yeah. amendment process. There's also another thing that you can do. Move. Sure. It's just way of I course. think about <laughs> No, but... <laughs> Look, you have three ways to deal with the Constitution if you don't like it. Like you say, Dave, you can go to a jurisdiction that doesn't abide by it, move to what France. What I think about Ruth Bader Ginsburg, she thinks that South Africa has the best Constitution. Move. Right. Thank the, you. The, the, the second thing Ooh. you can do no. is you can amend it. Yeah. And the third thing you can do is have a revolution. And those are the sort of three responses to a Constitution. And that's what the founding fathers were trying to stop when they had to come up with the Constitution and then came up with a way to change that's the right. Constitution. That's right. That's right. Is to keep and of course, people shooting each other. It's amended. It's people the last are, resort, hopefully. That's right. And people are always surprised because I don't know how many amendments, like 26 or something. Uh, but if you have that number of amendments, people say, well, it's a living document. Why would you need a living document if... The, if the document has a method to be changed and That's has right. been changed all this time, well, then we don't need to amend it. We just read it the new way. 
ultimately, of course, the law is, going back to your initial statement, the law is whatever the courts say it is. Well, I don't agree. I don't agree that that um, Roe versus Wade is legal. I don't agree that abortion is legal. And I and that's what a conservative would say, right? Uh, who doesn't like that outcome? Well, and, it is wait, wait, legal wait, wait, wait. until there they is. change. That's right. That's exactly right. That's exactly the right answer. Uh, we don't agree with the interpretation, mm-hmm. but that's the law till it's changed. And the same thing for the lefties. And the well, founders would say that. That's right. That's exactly right. And the lefties said, well, now, the, the, you see, the Second Amendment doesn't really allow you to carry uh, a, a rifle, uh, a semi-automatic rifle, because they only had muskets. And by the way, that's only a right for for folks in a militia. And you're not in a militia. It's not a, it's not a personal right. Oh, I've heard that. Before. Well, that was the argument made yeah. by the lefties. And before they lost the, that. And they lost. Heller. And they lost. So that's also not the law. Could it ever be? Sure, it's possible. But not now. Robert, it ain't the law now. Isn't that? What Heller was all about? That's exactly right. Okay. That's exactly what Heller decided. Yeah, I well, mean, the citizens are right. the militia, right? Exactly. I mean, the, the whole, the whole <laughs> right. deal was we're afraid of standing armies. That's right. That's like, right. Like, we need to arm the citizens. The citizens. And, yeah. and that's why it's a personal right. Yeah. That's correct. The Second Amendment is there to protect about an out-of-control government. It's, exa- it's not about hunting. Right. It's not about self-defense in... It is self-defense, but it's a, a to protect yourself against tyranny. That's of the majority. That's yes. right. From the fifty-one percent, believe it or not. Right. I, I, I Dave, you know, I'm wearing my uh, beige pants, which are military style. So I'm wondering if the uh, leftists are going to try to ban that. You know, military style that pants. Is military right, because style. military style guns. Oh, that's so squishy. What's military, a military style? Gun? Well, they worked their way. They started with assault ah! weapons, and then they realized, well, that actually doesn't mean What is anything. military style? It's right. got a cap and a lead and some gunpowder in it. Yeah, exactly. That's military mm-hmm. style. Yeah, maybe. it is. It absolutely is. Military style. It, it, Weapons of war. Oh, well, that's the other one. That's the third category. You're Weapons wearing of war. pants of war. That's it. <laughs> that's it. That's what the ladies say. Now, hey, whoa. Hey, now. Well, not yeah. only are they pants of war, but you have a weapon. Okay, enough now. <laughs> I'm just saying. Hey, now. now hey, now. That like- that's the honest God oh, truth about the left. Oh, my goodness. They look at you as you walk around fully armed all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so just, the way it is. I'll just let that hang out there. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Four, four, two, three, oh, nine, six, five. You have a legal question. Anything dealing with the law. Chris is here to help you out and talk to you. I, I know, again, this is why I always got to cajole people when I first start this. Because I, you got to call in. Now's the time. Free legal advice. It's like when I used, I used to bring on the doc. Right. Yeah, free, free medical, medical advice. you got to be kidding me. You don't even have to pay copay. Well, you know, there's some basics that I think folks should know out there. that okay. You can go to court without an attorney. I wouldn't recommend it. But well, I understand you, that, but right? isn't There's that what I've always claim. heard about There's having a, a fool for a client? Yeah, that, you know, <laughs> I, 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 would you ever want to operate on yourself? Well, no, right? Chris, what about if you uh, if you get pulled over like driving a golf cart and the cop starts <laughs> to ask you some questions? What, what's the right thing to do? Shut the yeah uh, yeah be no quiet. really yeah yeah you got to be quiet. A lot of, a lot of times it. I see um, in cases. What sinks them is their, their self. Right. Like, you, you don't don't feel like, oh, first of all, you know, the guy with the gun, obey what he says. 
All right, if he if he's treating you wrong, deal with it in the judicial branch later. Okay, do what he says. Don't the cop if a cop pulls you over, be nice. Do what he says. Be respectful. Yeah, and um, he's got a gun for crying out loud, right? And then uh, if you think something's done wrong, contact an attorney for that free consultation. Hey, we were talking earlier. I admire. I agree with you that. You should only go for the first consultation for free. If the attorney's not willing to do that, uh, I I wouldn't hire that attorney. Find another attorney. Find another attorney. We were talking about the hourly rates, but there are many other structures for payment as well. There's a flat rate, so you can get your money up front, and and often an attorney charges less because it's money up front. Um, There's a contingency fee uh, where you can take the case as the attorney – and only get paid if you win. You see that, of course, a lot in car accidents, but you also th- see that in uh, FOIA cases because there's a provision for payment. Right. You see that in civil rights cases because there's a provision. Uh, when I say provision for payment, meaning the law says if you win, the other side has to pay your attorney. Right. That's not the normal rule. Normally, you pay your own attorney. But if you have a law that allows the winning side to get attorney's fees, right. that attorney will often take either part of the case or all of the case on contingency. And then they're often entitled, in fact, to a higher amount because uh, of the risk that they've taken. That's right. That's right. So there, there's some options out there. And you just discuss those with the attorney. Say, hey, you know, I've got $5,000 to throw at this case. That That's my comfort level with Spending on attorney's fees. Hey, and if the attorney didn't want to take it, find another one. Right. Um, and then you may find out, well, I can't find an attorney for that price. And uh, what Dave said off air was you pay for what you get. Right. Yeah, so, that's exactly true. Well, but I'd be careful with that because I do know there are a lot of attorneys out there that will charge a high price and you still don't get good work. That's a very good. The contrarian so, view, right. that is right. That is dead Meaning on. sometimes too cheap is not good. And I think that was the point Dave was bringing out. Right. But too expensive doesn't mean better. That's it true. Does not mean better. Now ask uh, Marsha Clark. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, my my co- <laughs> my, my colleague, excuse me, uh, Tom Sullivan. He's a colleague at the law school, and he does from time to time criminal law cases. And he said he's seen a lot of. He's sort of gotten clients who have run out of patience with a previous attorney that they right. wrote a huge check to, and the attorney hasn't done much, and then. Tom will take over the case. Man, that's tough. That's yeah, tough. yeah. That's that's hard. Right. Um, yeah. When when you have, if you've got to jump ship on an attorney. There may there may have been not something you discussed up front. Maybe there wasn't a full understanding of what was going to happen. Get those expectations of your attorney. Tell that attorney what your expectations are. Chris, what was that case? Was it the FOIA case that you litigated the criminal case? What was the case where the the other side asked for a do over? Oh, <laughs> that, was, that was the district court. District court for for which for the FOIA case or for something else? Uh, um, that was a uh, what they call it, that was called a violation, right? On oh. some on some uh, on a landlord's house. That was a oh, violation. Okay. So there's three categories in the law, right? right. A, in criminal law, misdemeanors, felonies, and then a violation. And violations are low. Speeding ticket, right? right. Speeding ticket. Um, you, you didn't follow the code. Um, you had a. I think this one was specifically some. Um, receptacle plates were missing, therefore it was a danger. So. so your client got charged with a violation. That's right. And what was the 
what, how did you Renting, catch being a landlord without a license? Without a license, and and that was brought by. <laughs> That, Where, when did they start licensing oh, landlords? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, by they the draw way, the line at three. Oh, yeah, but I, I went to the bathroom the other day, but I had to show my license to get in. Right. Um, <laughs> it's, it's remarkable. It's a tax. It's a tax is what it is. So so then um, the, it was the city that was prosecuting the case, obviously. It's a criminal case. Right. 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 Which city was it? Little Rock? Little Rock. Little Rock, Little Rock. Yeah. yeah. And so what, what did that city attorney do? Uh, how did he or she drop the ball? Basically, she didn't. Basically, the statute is: if you have a rent house, you have to have a license. But she failed to put on evidence that it was an actual rent house. My client owned thirteen houses. Oh, but you got to prove that it was actually rented. Well, yeah, you can have you it's can have thirteen of your own houses. It's not against the law to own thirteen houses, right? But she failed to put on evidence that um, it was actually rented, like to a tenant. Like it was actually a rent house. And what is a rent house, right? Something that's so, rented, I yeah. guess, right? But she failed to put anything of that on. And um, at the end of her case in chief, she put on her evidence. We stood up and I asked the judge to dismiss the case because there wasn't enough. It's beyond a reasonable doubt. There wasn't enough evidence put on. The judge saw it my way and said, yeah, case is dismissed. And then what did she say? I think she said she wanted a do-over. A do-over? Yeah. I didn't learn about that in law school. Did the judge grant the do-over? I asked the judge, I said, is that a specific rule of civil procedure? He said, I got this. I got this. I got this. What did you want? <laughs> so you won. Yeah, I was over with. Yeah. All right, so so. Here, here's a question. I And I've talked to several people. I mean, everybody knows Paul Calvert, who's on yes. the power panel. He's a landlord. Right, he is. Uh, David Lucas, another good friend of mine. You hear me talk about him all the time. He's a landlord. There's a lot of people that are landlords. Right. And I talk to them, and they feel like the way the law is written anymore, the tenant, and I'm a, let me preface this by saying perhaps there was a time when the law may have been written in the landlord's favor. You know, we've all heard of slum kings and right. things of that nature. However, has the pendulum swung hard to to the the renter? Oh, in my now, mind, in my mind, it's tough being a landlord now. Absolutely, it has. I mean, if somebody doesn't pay their rent yep. and haven't done so within three months or something, yeah, I mean, I'm just throwing out three months, but right. if they've not paid up their rent, I would think a landlord should have the right to change the locks on the door and say to them, hey, dude, until you pay up, no use the property Yeah, anymore. you can't do that. You can't do that, but some of my landlords, they feel like it's 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 theft. Can, can you go, well, it can, is. Can you go in and order a meal? It's not the same thing as where you live, right? Can you go in and order a meal and then complain about the meal and not pay. Could you just sit there and order another one and, and order another meal and, or, and order dinner, sit there all day. And they, they view it as uh, robbing them of the house. And at some point it, it may become that, but um, the, the tenants, the way the law is written now, it's, they try to streamline it, but the judges are not willing to, you know, willing to kick some kick a tenant out without at least hearing from them. So the tenant has a right to come into court and say, hey, I, I paid this or I paid that. But most of the times, when it, the tenants just flat out hadn't paid. And then what happens is when you come and you've done them for the rent, um, and, and from what I understand, you've done them for the rent, they go, well, 
let's talk about what you haven't fixed. Well, wait a minute. I can't fix anything unless you're paying rent. And a lot of times, um, there's a lot of good landlords out there. The very things that they're complaining about being fixed are broken by the tenants. So, And that was that law that you helped um, kill, basically, right? right? They, right. Wanted, they wanted to make it much harder on the landlords to get rid of tenants, even if the tenants haven't paid their rent. That's right. All right. They can stay in the house. Let's take a break. I think the next time you come on, we're going to talk about this even more. Oh, man, I know all about this. It's a big, big area. It, it really, is big. really, really is. And for both sides, okay? I understand that. Right. A break. We'll be back with more on the Dave Ellswick Show. All right. I, I have been amiss. I've called Chris Chris all the time. And his name is Chris, but his real name is Chris Corbett. All right. He does have a last name. Right. Thank you, and sir. He's not Chris Chris. All right. It's Chris Corbett. And... I started talking to Chris oh, a couple months ago. You know, Doug House is giving up his uh, his uh, house seat. And I think this guy here would make a great state representative. And you know why I say that? Thank you, because Dave. he is a real conservative. That's right. Well, I told you, I want Chris Corbett to run for a Rayford Senate seat up there in Conway. Yeah, he could run. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that would even be better. Yeah, I mean, Chris is an attorney in Conway here in Little Rock and North Little Rock. He's also a businessman. His family's. How long has your family been in the brick business? Block business? 1600s? From the 1600s. <laughs> from wow. Family. Yeah. Yeah, we came over literally on the boat in the 1600s. Uh, there's Corbett houses running around I mean, up there in Maryland and uh, Connecticut and. How about out here in Arkansas? How long? Man, so in Arkansas, um, my my dad and all his brothers brothers graduated from Central. Mm -hmm. And then um, um, dad was the first one to go to college. And I've got 50 first cousins that are Masons. Cool. Yeah, these are not the guys with Popeye forearms and, um, you know, the the guys with the little red hats running around with three-wheelers in the circus, right? These are the guys hauling brick and mortar and... So it, very cool. Right. Okay. So you're considering this? I am. I am considering it. Okay. Running. I just moved to Faulkner County and Conway a year ago. I love, I love Conway and, um, the house. I'm very interested in it. I hadn't made a final decision yet, but, um, if that seat's open, um, I'm, yeah, Rayford's going to Rayford, run for Lieutenant yeah, Governor. So, yeah, so Rayford's I think you gone. should run for that position. Yeah. I think he would be ideal. So he would we're going to put, we're gonna put on the well. double squeeze here. Yeah. <laughs> we need you to run, brother. Okay. We need a good person to run for the for the Senate. We need we need good conservatives in the Senate. I mean, and Rayford yeah. was a good conservative. Oh, very much so. And right. Another good conservative like yourself would be great. Well, that's why he would be such a wonderful replacement for the Ray, Rayford seat, so to speak. And, of course, we've got Kim Hammer. We're going to have, excuse me, <clears throat> we're going to have Dan Sullivan. Yeah, we have Bob Bellinger. Uh, I think Bob's going to. Uh, um, I'm hoping Bob's going to run for you AG. Think he's going AG. I think he will if if he listens to me. He's going to run for AG. Okay. So we'll see how much influence I can have. That you on have him. on him, huh? Right. Then uh, who runs him for Bob's Senate? I don't know that. I don't know. Brian King. He was the the Let guy who had back. that seat before, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's a. He's a real conservative, too. He's very conservative. It'd be good to yes. have him back. All right. So anyway, if we have anything to say about it, uh, Mr. Corbett. Chris Corbett. We want to make sure that you are Senator Corbett. Thank you. Before long.
And just just saying. I love the support. I, I, I'm I'm not buying. I'm not paying for lunch if if you're a senator. <laughs> <laughs> and what, well, you can't. Yeah. Uh, with well, the, with I that know. said, I, I will see you, Robert, on yes, Monday. Yes, sir. And we'll be talking, and then uh, Chris will. Uh, Leave the studio here in a minute and set up the next time you're going to come on. Thank you. Thank you, Dave. Chris Corbett, first time in here to do Ask the Attorney. We're going to make it a monthly edition of the Dave Ellswick Show. I can always tell you, folks, all right, God gave you a whole week of life. Give him at least one hour this weekend to see what he's got to talk to you about, okay? Do that for me. See you Monday, 2 o'clock. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.